You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. It's time for the Dragon Con Report, a podcast dedicated to help newcomers and veterans prepare for the upcoming annual convention in downtown Atlanta. With interviews, advice, and news from the pros and fans alike, be careful, you never know. You might actually learn something. Howdy, everyone, and welcome to the post-con wrap-up episode of the 2022 Dragon Con Report. I'm your host, Mike Gordon, and I'm pleased to introduce you to the rest of our station crew, starting, of course, with director Mike Faber. Hey, Mikey. How's it going? We all survived. We did it. We, we made it we, through Dragon we, Con. We, we, we survived. I, I think um, parts of us might still be there, but um, I think for the most part, yes, we'll have to check in with everybody to make sure that they survived as well. Uh, continuing on with Darren. There he is. Hi, everybody. What's up? Howdy. Just want to make sure we're all still, like, you know, we've survived, right? Uh, I, I did take 2d10 worth of damage over the weekend. But most of that was alcohol-related. So, But I think, well, I'm, I'm, I think I'm recovered now. Of yeah. course. Of yeah. course. Of course. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, and and we say, we uh, Jen is here. Is she? Yeah, there she is. Two, look, two shows in a row, and I'm not having technical issues. Yay. 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 Now it's all going to go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do that. No, just, just kidding, folks. Uh, we also have with us from the Dragon Con Newbies group, Michael Faulkner is here. Hey, Mikey. Oh, Mike, uh, you're muted. Muted, Mike. One second. <laughs> there we go. He's still a newbie, so it's okay, you know. <laughs> That's my secret. Yeah, we're always newbies. <laughs> Good to see you, sir. You too. And uh, we have a special welcome back to Channing Sherman, who's here with us. Yes, for some reason you guys decided to invite me back, and I'm happy to take advantage of your bad decision making. Hey, well, we, uh, you know, we appreciate you, especially since you know, not to get into behind the scenes too much, but you got you came in last minute for us, so we appreciate that, man. Always happy to put on my cape and tights for you guys. Um, before we really get started with Dragon Con and all the rest of the episode, um, as we record this. Hurricane Ian is looking to do some major damage uh, to Florida and most of the, and some of the southeast. Um, I just wanted to, you know, let like please stay safe, stay informed. There's plenty of news coverage. There's plenty of places you can go to find out where to go, what to do, how, where, what the status is of it because it changes constantly. Um, and it's no, it lo- this one looks like no joke. So, no, and no, I think that, not at all. It's not going to miss g- a lot of things. Florida is right no, there. It's, it's right there. And, uh, you know, uh, Georgia's probably going to get hit with it too in some capacity. So, um, so yeah, I just wanted to make sure that we acknowledge all the folks, uh, south of us and, uh, and make sure that hopefully they are having, going to have a safe weekend because, man, it looks brutal. Off the floor. 
<laughs> yes, the important things. <laughs> hey, remember, remember what's important. Exactly. And now is not the time to be Florida man. No. Like, no. You know, no. No, no, no. That's too crazy. Hey, y'all, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that said, uh, just get rid of some business first. We are a proud member of the ESO Network. We have a tea public store filled with all kinds of cool stuff, including a very cool design for the Dragon Con Report podcast with the logo. I saw one of those shirts at Dragon Con. Someone was wearing one. We appreciate it, man. Hey, I liked wearing mine. It was really I, cool. Uh, hey, I, I, I wore one too. So. Yeah. I mean, someone who wasn't like uh, one of the crew members. Hey, we count. We count. Someone who actually <laughs> listens to the show. Um, crew members. But, uh, if you want to uh, check that out, uh, there's a link for all of that in the show notes and at the top of the ESO Network page. So just go to esonetwork.com and, uh, you know, you can click on the uh, T-Public store. Uh, we also have a Patreon and uh, we met some patrons over the Dragon Con weekend, too. And that was pretty cool. Uh, we appreciate all your support. We really we actually do. got a, quite uh, a few new patrons, actually, through Dragon Con and everything. So, you know, we um, we're doing very well. Thank you very much for everybody. And thank you to the newbies out there. And, you know, we do appreciate you guys supporting ESO. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is how we're able and, to do StreamYard, you know, yeah, because of yeah. Patreon. And it says something, I think, that, you know, a lot of people after Dragon Con was like, man, you guys really need some support. So here, here's, <laughs> here, here's, here's some help. Hi, <laughs> please. But um, uh, it was great talking to uh, listeners, viewers, fans, friends. Uh, we got some great feedback on some of the things we did this year, some of the new things we did, like the video that you're watching now, if you're watching it. Thank you. Uh, also, um, some ideas for some subjects for to tackle us next year. So, um, provided we're back, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but uh, <laughs> if you want to leave um, feedback or help support the show, you can leave a review, whatever platform you're listening to us on or watching us. Uh, you can access past episodes at dragonconreport.com. And you can email us at feedback at dragonconreport.com or reach out to us, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on those three. We haven't quite expanded out to the others yet, but homing maybe pigeon. you need to have a may, may, maybe a that's coming as well. Maybe that maybe some more stuff's coming that well. Um, also, I want to reiterate that the Dragon Con Report is an unofficial <laughs> podcast of the con. We are not and never have been officially connected with Dragon Con. So for all official news, we strongly recommend you checking out the official website and social media outlets. Um, and I think people are going to really know after this episode that we are not officially with the con. <laughs> I, just, I just, I just got a sense. I just got a sense some things are going to come up. Um, but uh, all right. So let's get started with news, guys. Um, I guess the first item is, is that Dragon Con 2022 is over. What? When did so, this happen? If, <laughs> if 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 anybody didn't get the memo yet, if you're still kind of wandering around the hotel, the Hilton, the Sheridan, whatever, and they um, haven't kicked you out yet. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm actually in a closet at the Marriott right oh. now. <laughs> you know that really explains a lot, Channing. It really does. <laughs> Um, but, uh, it's over. Um, and, uh, the official reports 
where that event attendance was over 65,000 people. Uh, DC Charity raised uh, $106,000, uh, a little bit over that, actually. And with Dragon Con matching it, it means that uh, about $207,000, $100,000 are going to go to Open Hand Atlanta. Awesome. So that's, that's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, also, uh, the numbers came in from Life South Community Blood Center uh, with uh, 3,434 donors registered, uh, almost 3,000 donors collected, and uh, they actually had um, uh, 1,179 first-time donors. Wow! So, for anybody wow. question, like, why do they have a blood center? Uh, blood, you know, blood, blood center here. Why? Who wants to give blood during it's a convention? For Voltaire. It's from Voltaire. We know. <laughs> Apparently, a lot of people, a lot of people, <laughs> want to give give blood, and that's a good thing. Um, I guess maybe they feel like it gives them an edge, a head start when they go to drinking, right? Like. <laughs> <laughs> yep, their you know, levels are low already. You know, <laughs> look, exactly. Dragon Con are expensive. You got to use every life hack that you can find to get a boat. That's true. That's true. Right. Yeah. 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 And you help yeah, save somebody's those, life at the same time. Mm-hmm. For all those those packets of like Dragon Con blood that are out there, if you get that, if you know, if you're in need of blood and you and they use the Dragon Con supply, what does what do you end up with? That's kinda, well, when you go to the <laughs> hospital, you have to ask for the stuff in the carpet bag. And the <laughs> oh, <laughs> isn't the carpet bag kind of soggy right now, though? A little, you know. a little, a little, yes. little drippy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, all yeah. those people who benefit from the from that blood should form a cult, so we can have the cult of the Dragon Con blood donors. <laughs> oh, great. Now, now that you've said that, in thirty minutes, there's going to be it's a, a new thing. Picture. It's going to be a thing now. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag hey, Mike Gordon, two thousand twenty-one. There's a. It seems like Dragon Con cults are popping up all the time, like every yeah. few minutes. <laughs> cool. Wait, wait. Sarah, wait Mira, of, Mira uh, didn't you just have a new cult start up about you about a week ago? I think I remember oh. seeing that. Wow. Oh. Okay. Oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Got some demigod crossing going on here. <laughs> like an episode of Percy Jackson. What's going on? <clears throat> Uh, okay well as i mentioned the con is over good news is is that it will return in 2023 uh labor day weekend august 31st through september 4th memberships are currently online uh on sale online so online only just like last year or this year uh so um uh unfortunately most of everybody uh well if you haven't got your membership yet, you missed out on the early bird special, which I think was $95. But now a five-day pass will get you $110. So that's how much that costs. Is there also a processing fee? Is there is a processing yeah. fee. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So I think it turns out to be that They're learning from Ticketmaster, I guess. <laughs> no, they had that last year as well. Um, oh, okay. And memberships are non-refundable and non-transferable still. So... Um, and just for those people, always be that way. <laughs> just, uh, just for just throwing it out there, eternal memberships are available for four thousand dollars. No, <laughs> wow. not, not in this, yeah. not in this wow. age group represented right no. here. That would be a total waste of money, right there. 
How many kidneys is that? Just just out of curiosity. <laughs> Three kidneys, Michael. Right, like if you're if you're twenty one, twenty two, I can see that being worth and the money. And you have four thousand dollars, then come talk to me. Right. Okay. Right. If if that includes like eternal life, like meaning I will always be able to go to Dragon Con for the rest of my life, then then that's a pretty good bargain, I think. Well, it's interesting too because you know when we first started going to Dragon Con years and years ago, it was only a couple hundred dollars for eternal membership. And yeah, I remember now- five hundred. I was like, "That's too much money," and now I'm like, exactly. "I should have spent it." <laughs> exactly. Like I'm not always going to be a guest at Dragon Con, you know. <laughs> Maybe that's what they maybe that's what they use the Dragon Con blood for, the eternal members keeping them alive. <laughs> <laughs> wow, now I'm gonna get now we're gonna get comments. Yeah, you're, gonna get a, you're gonna get a cease of this from Buffy the yep. Empire Slayer. Alright, so um other than that, the hotels. <laughs> I uh, love no. That. <laughs> no. 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 No math here. Sarah, if you've got a calculator, go for it. Uh, you know, no if anybody math. in the comments wants to let us know, uh, yeah. let go for it because, uh, yeah, we are not mm-hmm. in any condition to be no. doing math right now. It's, it's uh, someone they were like 40 years, which Absolutely. is outside yeah. our exactly. lifetimes. Yeah, that, that's. <laughs> No. All right, so along with memberships is hotels. The host hotels. Um, the Hunger right, Games have not. Out. <laughs> the Hunger Games have not started yet. Actually, they have. Yes. Both the Sheraton, over, no. the Sheraton and Hilton have already uh, been there, done that, gone. The, yeah. Um, now the there, there, there will be. Probably some uh, some spots opening up at oh, both yeah. those hotels, but once but, they dry out the Hilton, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling like Hilton. Might we have, have so a, much to talk about. Hilton's going to oh, have some discounts next year. Love is the word right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, I know that the Westin goes up on October fourth, uh, and um, there's yeah. I think I'm the Marriott sure. is I, the eighth. I don't think. Um, I don't know if they've announced the Marriott. Oh, okay. There you go. So, okay. but, um, so keep an eye out. I recommend going to the Dragon Con Rooms, uh, Facebook group. Uh, they it's usually keep a pretty good eye on it. And there's Absolutely. also the, the Dragon Con Hotel Connection. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Um, yeah. So there, there's multiple hotel groups dedicated yes. to giving you the links, giving you all the details. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, by the time, you know, some of you listen to this or watch it on the replay or whatever. Uh, they'll all be gone, probably. Uh, so, so uh, <laughs> um, and then, you know, then starts the uh, non-official hotels, and, uh, you know, so and so on and so forth. But the, like I said, there's plenty of resources to figure out where you're going to stay. Uh, but if you do want to stay in a host hotel, um, now is the time to really start looking at that. But if you don't win the Hunger Games, don't fear. There no. we, there's people who book backup yeah. rooms till they can get in the hotel they want all throughout the year, including up until a week before con in those Facebook groups, people will be trying to offload their rooms. Yes. Yeah, so that- do not go for an Airbnb. No. No. 
No. No. I, I saw a huge rise in people oh, with yeah. the cancellations this year, and that is that is a big thing. If like they, we're talking about all sorts of different you know safeguards and stuff like no, it doesn't work. That just do not do Airbnbs or Verbos or any of that stuff. Oh, do we'll talk stuff. all about that. Yeah. We will talk all about yeah. that in a little bit. Yeah, because there's been a lot of crap with that. But I don't. Yeah. Let's get through news first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, that's all the real news that I have so far. Um, obviously, it's still uh, you know it's only a, about a been month. It hasn't even been a month yet. No, yeah, um, yeah. It feels so, like it's been uh, so much longer. It feels like it's been a month. <sighs> yeah, man, yeah. it does. It feels like it was so far past us. Um, but we uh, want to be back. We gotta go back, Jen. We've gotta go back. I have to wait a whole year. If experience has taught me anything, is that it'll be back before we know it. It All of a sudden, it's like, whoa, we're back again. Um, So uh, that's going to be pretty incredible. Um, Do you guys have any news or any items that uh, you guys picked up as well that I didn't mention? Uh, I mean, I'm sure I know this will come up later, but uh, I'm happy to report that there were no. No incidents at the ADP party, and, and for the most part, people behave themselves. That's so, good. Kudos. Always good. Always <laughs> good to hear that uh, when there's no incidents. Yes. Uh, uh, Michael Faulkner was there, so that's why. <laughs> is the uh, how, how, what is the what's going on in the newbies group right now? Is everybody just sort of talking about their experiences, or are people starting to get excited for next year already? There's a little bit of excitement going on. Um, a lot of people talk about their experiences and stuff. Yeah, we're we're still uh, still trying to recover, catch up on sleep. Sure. Uh, we we sure. processed through about uh, about 500 people overall with the tours and stuff. So, it's a really good number for us. Uh, so yeah, we're just uh, we're just kind of picking up the pieces right now and then trying to figure out you know how we're going to approach next year. You know what uh, what modifications to make and what uh, what are the changes to look at. So. Yeah, we we usually end up taking uh, through about December and saying, okay, let's just just <laughs> just think about things and and, and let it let it sit and simmer for a bit. Uh, yeah. But yeah, start around the new year, we'll start picking things up. So yeah, that's uh, it's exactly what we do on this podcast. This will be uh, not only the after show party, but or the last episode of uh, the the year actually for us. Uh, so. Um, uh, so, um, I forgot what I was going to say there, but, okay. um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we need to adjust and, we need, and re- we, need we, we need a break. So yeah. we will be back. The plan is to be back again in January. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, reassess during, you know, the other months about what we can do to change, what we can do to improve, you know, certain things like that. So, um, so yes, we are taking suggestions. So if both people have them, uh, you know how to contact us. All right. So that's the the main news. Uh, Mike, do I need to take a break? Let's take a break. Okay. I think before so we get the, get into the next part, I right. think we need a break. Right. right. <laughs> so for those people who are listening, uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, if you're watching, well, you'll just see some nonsense. But um, <laughs> for those people listening, we'll be right back. monkeying around a podcast about the monkeys almost 12 years old davy jones was it for me (laughs) i was having problems dancing and tambourining i got overzealous (laughs) and overly excited (laughs) 
Like we've had our own little version of Monkey Mania 50 years later, which is just crazy. Be sure to like and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and monkeyingaround.com. Howdy and welcome back. And now it's time for us to talk about the highs and lows of Dragon Con 2022. Um, so let's take it from first from a personal perspective. Uh, um, Channing, how was your personal Dragon Con? How was their weekend? Um, overall weekend, it was good. I give it a solid B+. Um, it is obviously, we're, we're still not far removed from the pandemic. So I can't say 100% that Dragon Con is back, as I do the air quotes for people who cannot see me. Uh, but it's definitely getting there. Um, the crowd size was actually a mixed bag. Um, it was nice to be able to move around freely, especially on a Saturday, because I'm not a big guy, but I have been starved for space on some Saturdays. But by the same token, I'm so used to those large crowds and maneuvering through them that it just felt weird. It's like, why are there no people in here? Why can I actually stretch my arms out mm-hmm. in these places? You know, why am I not feeling like a packed in sardine? Um, so no, I, I thought it was good. Um, obviously my bank account took a hit as everybody's bank account does during Dragon Con. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, overall I give it a good B. Um, I'm definitely going back next year. Sure. Okay, cool. Very cool. Uh, Michael Faulkner? Yeah, I, I think I'd agree with the, uh, about the B, B minus range. It was, um, it's like, is, is I, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I did like the crowd size. I've been, uh, since, since the, uh, the entire pandemic started, I, I've been a pretty big advocate for attendance caps, um, because 2019 was just insane. Uh, and they, even though they said what eighty five, we know that number was a lot higher there. Mm, um, and it was, and it was <laughs> too, it was too small last year. Uh, but you know, sixty five, seventy five, that range, I, I love that feeling. You know, it's just just enough people to feel like a, a good party, um, but not so much that you can't get around and they start blocking off hotels with the fire marshal. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have a lot of a lot of good fun. Um, with the digital media track, um, as, as you know, Mike Faber will probably attest, it was it was awesome to sit down with a group of people, you know, come together and, and pitch some ideas to that track, and then actually execute them, you know, and and we had a lot of fun doing those. Uh, it, it was actually kind of neat because Mike and I came up with working with Tyra, and we were um, came up with three different panels, yeah. and all of them were awesome. They we had such a good time um, with it, and. The director there was very, you know, very, very um, user-friendly, as we like to say. And <laughs> he was very interested in what we had to submit. And it was also pretty cool because we also got to do the ESO 10th anniversary through the broadcast, through the podcast track, which was awesome. Yeah the, yeah, the digital media track is great. I think I submitted two for them this year, and they both got accepted. And, yeah, the crew there is really good. They know their stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I think it was a, a, a really good time. It was actually my most diverse panel uh, collection uh, that I've had since going to Dragon Con. Like I usually will stick to the majority one track or another, and this mm-hmm. time I was just all over the place. So I, I definitely earned those steps these years. Yeah. 
Jen, how was your Dragon Con weekend? Um, oh, you, well, you actually take a whole week, right? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm one of the the weekers. Uh, so I come in, on, I come in on Wednesday and leave Wednesday the following week. So, uh, I mean, for me, I would rate it. An, for me, it's an A. Uh, every year is different for me. There's some things I do, you know, there's tradition that I always do, but uh, I, I always as well try to stack up a bunch of new things. Um. I could tell there was a big increase in the crowd. Like last year, I loved the attendance. <laughs> like it was, I mean, I know people want more crowds. You want it to feel busier and more lively. But I was so excited last year that this year, like when I hit bottlenecks and the skywalks, it was like, why is this back? You know, like this is the part that needs to go away or the lines for the vendor hall or something. It's just, uh, so I'm one of those weirdos who wants, you know, like a little bit more than last year, but not quite ready to start climbing and want mm-hmm. a slower buildup, I guess. Or I just want people to start going to other buildings instead of the ones that I'm trying to get to. You know, <laughs> if, if that could happen, that'd be great. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, this is very weird. Uh, I did not make it to any official parties. Wow. <laughs> what? Wow. Who is this on the thing? I, Odd person. <laughs> uh, wow. Did you really go to Dragon Con then? Well, yeah. Was yeah, the person who runs the party group and tells everybody the schedule <laughs> did not make it into one. And because uh, I was not going to stand in a line for two hours. Um, yeah. So, like, I had a list of the parties I wanted to go to every night, like 10 Ford and the new expand, the Belter Bar, the Expanse one. And um, especially with the Expanse one, I don't think they realized that was going to be that popular. They put it in one of the smaller rooms on the main floor of the Marriott. And that line was extremely long. I knew there was just no, it was only like a two hour party too. It was like, I'm not going to get into this room. Mm-hmm. Like there's just no yeah. way. Uh, yeah. So I, I went to more of the, the unofficial parties, you know, mm-hmm. the ones that, that people, like spin throw at Trader Fix or hanging out with the over 40 crew or uh, when the rain forced the DJ into the Hilton lobby. And then all of a sudden we felt Wait, like we what, were what about at the rain inside the Hilton. Lobby? This was not, this was, a, this was not <laughs> that time yet. Uh, but uh, it, that had not started. Uh, but all of a sudden the Hilton lobby felt like it did when they had show enough karaoke there years ago mm-hmm. when we were still in the lobby having a party like yeah, I even ran into Chuck when I ran into Chuck and his wife. They were like, "Oh my God, it's the old Hilton!" And everybody was dancing and singing along. It was like so. Those are the type of things I went to, and then I made a lot of concerts. And I, I don't think I've made them more than one concert each year, and I made it to four. Oh wow! So, and I did stand in line for one of those. I stood in line for Cybertronics Free. That's the only line I stood in for for any event, and it was worth it. So. Is it really Dragon Con if you don't stand in a line? I mean, yeah, I've gone plenty <laughs> of years with no lines. <laughs> I just oh, wow. avoid them. So, <laughs> unless it's the vendor hall. Yeah, <laughs> that's, right. yeah. That, that's the a, new line. Yeah. Usually, registration was the line. Now, the vendor hall is the yeah. Vendor, vendor hall is the yeah. What's what's uh, what's old is new again, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Uh, Darren, how was your weekend? Uh, B. I'd say a solid B. Uh, it was good. I was a little, and by a little, I mean a lot, uh, disheartened by the fact that there were a ton of people not wearing masks. Um, and I know that 
when you go into a panel room, they were enforcing that rule. But I'm sorry, there's hermetic seal between the door from the hallway to the panel room. So suddenly you put on a mask and everything's fine. Um, I got lucky. One of my roommates got COVID. And I sat next to uh, Mr. Faber on a panel and he caught COVID. And I, I made it out COVID free. Spoilers. But I don't know how that happened, considering everyone who was not wearing a mask. So I I did what I did the year before. I was like, okay, walked around Thursday. I went to the dealer's room a couple of times, and I I watched a lot of Dragon Con TV. Thank God for Dragon Con TV. That's what I did. I went to a few parties. I went to a few dances. The lines were really long. No surprise. Mm -hmm. The dealer's room line was really long. (laughs) But I have to say those lines kept moving, at least. They weren't just static lines, at least the ones I was in. They, they moved fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. I, I think this year was more about microbility being in a crowd in a pandemic. And I did just get a booster three weeks prior to the event. And I think that's why I came out scot-free. I've got no other explanation for it but that, is mm-hmm. that my antibodies must have been really up there to avoid mm-hmm. getting COVID, being around so many people who had COVID and sharing a room with someone who caught COVID and us not wearing masks in our room. Mm. They're, they're, I was like, okay, you caught COVID. Let me go get the test. Both of them came out negative. I'm like, okay, I look yeah, good. We had a similar thing on our end. So I, I was just like, that's surprising, but I was really disheartened. I, I, I was in the dealer's room and walking past and there, there were some individuals who are part of Dragon Con and I know they're part of Dragon Con not wearing masks. And I heard a uh, person come over the PA say, Dragon Con is a masked event. About 30 people near me. None of them reached for a mask. Mm-hmm. None of them made so an effort. A lot of them were laughing on. at that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And I'm like, so why have the policy for not going to enforce it? That, that's my point about that. And, and that really disheartened me because with someone mm-hmm. who's got asthma, I don't need another respiratory mm-hmm. thing in my life. Thank you very much. So that was an issue for me. That was kind of on the bad side of it. Um, I do have a good story. Are we going to wait to tell the good stuff? Or the good stuff now. <laughs> tell us the good yeah. stuff now, because I because we go to my favor next. And I have a feeling that oh. that might not be so <laughs> okay. good. Got it. So, <laughs> so on the last day, I was at the Hyatt at their little snack bar area, and the people working at the Hyatt were over at that point. There were like six people back there, and none of them cared. It was oh. obvious. Sorry, Hyatt, but. <laughs> customers are customers. Nope. Um, and <laughs> it took me forever to get some help, and it took forever for the line to go down. Once I ordered, the guy in front of me, who was wearing a lovely pink miniskirt, turned around and said, ESO! Because he heard my voice. And then the guy behind me said, Yeah, you're the drag- you're part of the Dragon Con report, aren't you? Guys, people listen to us. It's impressive. It, it listen to it's us so amazing much they recognize people... our voices. Oh yeah, so people same I think way we're doing here. A good job. I don't know. It was completely random that two people knew knew this voice from just this. So thanks, guys. That was great. It's pretty. Am- it's pretty amazing. Made my day. We, had, made my day. we had so many people come up to us during the con, both Mike and I. And say, oh, Dragon Con report. We love you guys. Oh, Oh, I was listening to you guys on the way up here. I even had people on my tour that I was doing for the newbies group come up to me and say, oh, thank you for doing the Dragon Con report. It's our first year, but we listen to every episode to get ready for the con and everything. So it's pretty awesome. 
So, Darren, now that you have these fans and groupies, you have to come up with a catchy nickname for them. You know, like Aisha Tyler has Aisha's Army. Hulk Hogan had his Hulkamania. You know, you, you got to come up with something. I prefer the word that um, Princess Leia, the dearly departed Miss Carrie Fisher, said when she said that George Lucas had given her, Harrison, and Mark Hamill a merry band of stalkers. I like that. I like that. Very band of stalkers. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think. I, I think. I think Channing. It's not our place to name no. our fans. They've they, got to they, name they, themselves. They, they, yeah, yeah, they totally. they name themselves. So. I demand uh. you call yourself this. <laughs> exactly. That's not going to work. This yeah. crowd. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, oh, that's on, not tell them to demand them not to put googly eyes on things. There we there go. It is. Also, there it is. Well, I mean, also, I think we have. I think we've learned not to ask the internet to name things at this point. <laughs> the newest cult. Darren's Dragon's the newest cult yeah, there. This reminds me that uh, RuPaul's Drag uh, Show has a con out in LA called DragCon. Yeah. And people were hashtag- hashtagging DragCon, but Twitter was auto-correcting it to DragonCon. <laughs> <laughs> and so everyone's wondering, why are all these posts of drag queens coming out with hashtag dragon con there's no drag queens typically in that number at dragon con and they had to actually do a, a youtube psa about make sure that your hashtag says drag con that's funny hilarious. it was pretty hilarious it was pretty hilarious we'll put that in the show notes because it's pretty funny to watch <laughs> mike uh how was your weekend busy very very busy um overall i probably would give dragon con this year a B minus C plus uh, because of the mask use and the lack of enforcing of the mask mandate. I thought it was pretty inappropriate for the con to come out and say, we have a mask mandate. Everyone, you know, who's supposed to come to the con, unless they're eating or drinking, they have to wear a mask. Wasn't enforced. I can name three panels you know, tracks that were enforcing it and kudos to the ones that did. I'm not going to call anyone out who did or didn't because there were track directors that I sat right next to that were maskless and were not enforcing the masks at all. And do I blame them for me getting COVID? No, I don't. I don't blame any of that. Um, I was safe. I've gotten all my boosters. I've gotten all my shots, you know, everything like that. I wore masks the whole time. The only time I didn't wear a mask was when I was outside or when we went to dinner somewhere and we made sure we didn't sit by any, any other people in the booths around us or tables around us. So luckily out of the group I was with, I was the only one who got COVID and, you know, Judy didn't get it. And my two uh, roommates didn't get it. They both all tasted negative. So it was just really weird how it happened. So, but I made it through. It sucks. And it's a lot worse than a cold. It is not something I would recommend to anybody going through at all. Do I think the con was a success? Yeah, it was a success. It was what Dragon Con wanted. It was crowded. It was... It felt like there was more than 65,000 people to me. It did. And, it really did. And especially on Saturday, Sunday night mm-hmm. at the Marriott and the Hilton and the Hyatt, 
yeah, it felt way more than 65,000 people. And there was not a mask in sight unless it, someone was wearing a full mask. And, you know, it kind of sucked. And I, it really disappointed me about that. But, but people were having a good time. And that's what Dragon Con's about is having a good time. And I had a good time. I had a great time until I found out I had COVID. I had a wonderful time. I had 19 panels. I spent all my time at my panels. I had a blast doing it. I, I didn't feel drained by it. I didn't feel like, you know, any of the energy. I even did tours for the newbie tours. I think I did two rounds of it and I had a blast. I did that. I got to see friends I haven't seen in a little bit. I have, I've got to see everybody and no one I hung out with, nobody I did. I gave COVID to. So that makes me that's feel good because yeah. I would have felt guilty as hell if mm-hmm. I did. And, but I was safe and I was wearing a mask around everybody because a lot of times people have to realize also the mask isn't there really to protect me. It's there to protect everyone else around me from them, you know, to, from me. So basically, so I'm not breathing anything on them. So what well, it is, what it is. And you know what? We had an amazing 10th anniversary panel for ESO. We had an amazing Doctor Who panel where it only took, you know, we did a wonderful panel talking about uh, Jody as the doctor. And it only took two minutes and 37 cent seconds for us to start bashing Chris Chibnall. It was awesome, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it is always, it's a great time. Um, I think it was neat because... I don't really remember Dragon Con all that often having a ton of rain. And this year we had a ton of rain. Some pretty big storms hit during it. And it was neat to, you know, be able to see the streets clear, but, and everyone crammed into the sky bridges and everything (laughs) because of it. And I got to, you know, I got to walk through the Walk of Fame a little bit. And something about that actually felt a little bit off, even because there was, there were there were stalls there that were just empty that were I know they had a lot of late minute cancellations this year too so um it was interesting with that I'll talk about some other bad stuff because I'm talk this is the positive stuff folks that I'm talking about <laughs> and you know um got tons of pictures the cosplay beautiful as always people went out to out of their way I thought it was amazing and it was also great to, you know, be able to see, you know, creative things and costumes that I wouldn't have even thought of. It was pretty awesome to see, to do. And I just had a blast with that. And I got to, you know, hang with, like I said, hanging with friends. It's my geek family. It really is. And that's what Dragon Con is about. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, like I said, B minus C plus for the con itself. Um, an F for after the con failure. Totally. You know, <laughs> Oh man. So. Yeah. I am, uh, another person that I hung out with a lot besides you, Mike, um, got COVID and I somehow did not. Um, I, on Sunday, uh, night, I had a tickle in my throat and I, uh, came by the time I got home on Monday, and then Tuesday, I was really, I, I, I thought I for sure I'd caught it. 
but the test said negative. So unless I'm completely inept at doing that, um, I did not, but I don't, I really don't think cause the symptoms didn't, didn't match up. Um, so, but I did get a really bad case of concrete, but that was probably because I was probably more exhausted and dragon con really pushed me to a limit physically and a lot of other ways that I didn't expect. Um, uh, I will say that I went into this Dragon Con, unfortunately, probably as ill-prepared as I've ever been to go to Dragon Con. Um, and that was uh, all, totally on me. But um, it was something that I'm going to make sure, uh, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure it doesn't happen next year. Because it does affect the weekend. It does affect everything. Now, due to COVID and all of that, I didn't plan on going out and partying and staying out all night and all that kind of stuff anyway. So it wasn't really that taxing because I, I went to my table in Artist Alley and I went to my panels, which I had eight of those. Uh, and all of those were fantastic um, and really fun. It was awesome. Um, like eight, eight and having a table that, that takes a lot more than 19 panels. I'm very impressed. <laughs> well, uh, you know, that's, uh, I, last year, I think I did 12, but because that's, I, you know, it was a, a lot of the, the tracks like kind of needed panelists because a lot of people weren't going to be there and everything. So I, I didn't feel like last year was going to be that big of a sales year. So I agreed to do more panels. Um, but this year, uh, eight's about the right amount for me. I mean, I do four, I think three or four for ESO, which is great. Um, and, uh, I love those. And then I like to do some, I got to do some moderating of some of the comic panels, which is fun, uh, talking with other colleagues and, and real, uh, legends in, in comics in some cases. So that was pretty amazing getting a chance to do that. I like that a lot. Um, but yeah, to me, it felt like there was twice as many people as last year. Um, it really felt like a double down. I don't, you know, I'm not good at numbers and counting and all that, but it just felt like there was a lot more people. Um, there are two things that I hate hearing at drag in relation to Dragon Con when I'm there. One is that, oh, I stopped by your table and you weren't there. That's on me. That's bad because yeah, it means I'm at a panel, uh, probably. Um, and that, that sucks because I like to see people. Um, and I hate it when I'm, and, and plus I know that if someone comes to see me, uh, they have to wait in a line to do so. <laughs> so if I, I hope that I'm not just, they're just, they're not coming just to see me, obviously, but, but if they, you know, that is part of it and the, to ask them to come back, um, you know, and, 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 see me again or whatever, or at another time is, is, is taking up a lot of time. I heard that the line to get into, uh, the America's Mart was at, at, I think the longest I heard was a little over an hour and that was on Saturday. Uh, um, no, it was, no, it was no. over too. Yeah. Was it? Yep. Yeah. Oh, it, got, okay. it got really long at some points. And it was every day. It was over two yeah. hours at some point, every yeah, single day. Yeah. I know Adam Wu, who does a YouTube blog and he comes to Dragon Con every year, um, went to go, you know, to go to the, to do it. And he waited in line for an hour and 45 minutes. Is so he the how to Dragon Con guy? No, no. it's the Adam he, Wu. Uh, Adam DeWu. 
Yeah, you see him. He's guy wears a baseball cap, has tattoos. He looks like every other person yeah. in Dragon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wearing a black T-shirt. You know him. You know that. Like guy. I, I tried to. Uh, I was going to try and do some of those new uh, sewing workshops, and I tried to get into your tiki panel. Couldn't do it because by yeah. the time I got up to the front, it was already too late. Over. Well, that's yeah. that's the that's the other thing that I hate hearing, and I, I, there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, but the other oh, thing I hate hearing is like, oh. I would have come to see you, but I'm not waiting in that line. Yeah. And I yeah, totally I understand that. that. You know, I like, I, I'm not worth I mean, waiting. We love two you, hours Mike, but. <laughs> no, no, I get it. I get it. I, I like, no one should wait two hours to see me. Um, so. I'm not, I'm not wrapping I'm around the building twice. Wait, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they I should mean, all they come, wait in line to see you, Mike Gordon. Come I on. Mean, <laughs> I mean, that's the, those kind of expectations. I'm just like, I can't live up to that. I can't live up to that. So, uh, um, so that's unfortunate. Um, I don't know what, there's no easy way to solve that problem. They need to um, I, know, I know, I know it affected the panels. Uh, I mentioned that to uh, the people in charge of the comics and pop artist alley. Um, so um, hopefully they will try to change that. Well, I, I think, think, um, I think a lot of people mentioned it. Yeah. To the, I, the, I think the capacity of the building. Right. It is. Yeah. Well, yes, mm-hmm. it is the capacity Not of the building. Floors of the building. Right. Exactly. So then, why um, add more stuff that more people want to go see right. in that building? The, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. The, the the struggle is that the artists and the comic folks that are uh, that are there like the panels there because they don't have to be away from their table as long. If you put it in another hotel, that means they're not going to be at their table for another hour, probably. Well, I, so I, well, two I'm, hours are not away. So another part of America's Mart, like well, or, I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the answer yeah. is. Well, they're, um, but they're, expand, uh, they're expanding into Building Three. Why not move Artist Alley and the comic yeah. track over into that building or something? I, you know, I mean, we'll I'm, see, just, right? I'm just saying. This we're is just, discussion. Yeah, yeah. We're spitballing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're not. We're not asking yeah. Mike Gordon. I want <laughs> you to make yeah, this decision you right now. So, uh, <laughs> this is you. Know? Exactly. You know what? Um, I have. I have decreed that all of you will wait two hours, and two hours you will wait. Um. <laughs> you no, know, I feel the same as Mira. Like. Why did we have to go to the Vendors Mart to go to sewing and costuming workshops? Why was that not in the costuming track? Because well, the exactly. set up in the dealers. No, I get that, but then mm-hmm. have them bring another representative to go you run would, their workshop. You would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause mm-hmm. I've done a lot of panels yeah. or workshops with the costuming track. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, it was just there's room. Like, would you like <laughs> move to finish them, put them all together. Yeah. So, um, so I will say overall, overall, my Dragon Con in weekend, I would give uh, an A minus two. Um, uh, sort of my preparation for it, I would give an F. But um, as far as my experience there, because as Mike pointed out, I mean, I just it feels like home because so many people are there, and there was more people. There were people I haven't seen for four years. You know, there are people I didn't see since uh, certainly 2019, um, you know, because not everybody came last year. Um, So it was really great. There are people here that live in this area that I only see at Dragon Con. Um, And it's just uh, it's fantastic to to see them and get to hang out and talk to them and do panels and have fun, um, express my fandom 
towards things that I love. Like, you know, the first panel that I did was uh, about uh, Flash Gordon, the movie. It was a fan panel. And that was great. Uh, our Blade Runner panel was was awesome. Uh, yes, it was. So, um, and like I said, the comic panels were cool, too. And the Tiki panel, I think, went off really well. Um, fortunately, I uh, do have a release that I can release those. So, unfortunately, I didn't get anybody to do the video for me this year, um, but um, I will be releasing the audio of the panel. So, anybody who's missed any of the Tiki panels, if you go to my YouTube channel, you can see all of the Tiki panels that we've had, except for the first one, uh, because uh, that um, that one wasn't recorded in any sort of capacity at all. So, yeah, I like what um, Mira, I like what Mira Rose just wrote. Dragon Con is always a work in progress, and they always make changes year to year. Growing pains, even if they're capping numbers, they still are growing content, and that's a good idea. You know, I know a couple of people who are working on new tracks for next year already. Yep. And so, yeah. Yeah. Well, but also, like, I mean, yeah, I do agree. I just hate standing in line. But look how the vendor, <laughs> vendor, look how the vendor right. hall used to be when it was at the Marriott and split up. No, no, yeah. no, no. Look how red the used to be. Yeah, you make the I wrong know. turn, you wind up in the chompers. No. Yeah, that, that was, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was a nightmare. Like, Total nightmare. Yeah, oh there was God. people. They're just strangers touching you as you tried to walk by. And not and, in a good way. Yeah, no. <laughs> getting getting smacked yeah. in the face with a backpack constantly. Fairy wings. Oh yeah. Some armor. No thank mm-hmm. you. No. Thank and then you. what? Wait, wait. It was two opo- two ballrooms facing each other, and then there was something else mm-hmm. down where the epo- epic photo. Yeah, they, they is had now. one dealer's room on one side of the Marriott lobby, and another one on the other side of the lobby, and then a third one downstairs. Yeah. It was ridiculous. No. 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 Uh, And for the people listening, someone just commented that it needs to be in a convention center, and nobody nobody who really loves Dragon Con wants that. No. Um, So, uh, yeah, that's that's off the table. Um, (laughs) All right. So that was our personal experience. Uh, There were some things, uh, negative and positive, that came out of this year's Dragon Con um, I guess we can start with the the Hilton. Oh boy, let's start with the big one. That <laughs> seemed to be that <laughs> seemed to be like that seemed to be like the big to Noah and said. Well, and technically, the Hilton problem started before Con even. Boy, how he did it! Like they just they they definitely brought the rat out before. Before con, I mean, we talked about it on the last episode, right? Yeah. Or the party episode? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so. yeah, I heard. I heard Hilton had some new management this year, and they need to contact the old management real quick because um, very few people were happy with how the Hilton handled things this year. Yeah. And I say this as someone who stayed in the Hilton, but thankfully was not involved in the biblical floods. Oh well, my I god, mean, that that poor stairwell. That poor stairwell. <laughs> once I found wow. out what was going on at the Hilton early on, I didn't go to the Hilton all weekend. Mm. I, I mean, I went to see my and I usually will go there and have a drink or two and hang out in the lobby and listen to, mm. you know, what chill with friends. Mm-hmm. Not this year, we went elsewhere because of what's going on in the Hilton. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I was there I was there a lot, like probably more than I've been since I used to stay there. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, mm-hmm. because I started 
getting contacted as I was flying in about people saying what was happening the in the lobby. Grapevine is strong. Yeah. And so then I had to, I got over there to, you know, go verify it myself and like post it in the party group. So people were aware that, Hey, uh, yeah. they're going to do bag checks and, uh, mm-hmm. they're, uh, not going to let you bring in outside alcohol. And I do want to specify, this was the hotel. This had nothing to do yeah, this was with the Dragon, Dragon Con. Con. No, uh, Dragon, Con, it, Dragon Con did not have anything to do yeah. with this. Uh, my understanding is, is that there's new ownership for the it was a new man. Mm-hmm. It was a new manager who came manager. in sometime last yes. year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so besides the fact that turning Nikolai's into the Iceberg Lounge and charging too much money, which... Every day that changed to, to when it was free by the last couple of days. Because uh, we're cheap mm-hmm. and we're not going to pay for a cover mm-hmm. when we can walk yeah. over to the Marriott and go to the Pulse right. Bar. Well, let's put it up. I saw photos from the yeah. first night from somebody who did pay for a table. There was three people. Wow. Really? Bravo. Wow. I, I saw something too similar to that. Yeah. yeah so. There's too much going on at Dragon Con to charge no. that kind of premium for something. No, not it's just not going to work. Um, not at all. And uh, I know, like, they brought in private security. Some of the security was aggressive. Oh, so we'll I get saw. To that. We'll get to that. Be aggressive. Um, Be aggressive. We'll get and, to the aggressive uh, security. And uh, I, I know they stopped with the bag checks, and so, or if it depended on who you were being seen by security wise, who was on shift, that they didn't check everybody's alcohol. Some they did. I am one of the people who got bag checked. On the very first night. And I did have my alcohol checked. I did not get checked again throughout the week. Um, But my bag check was, do you have alcohol in your bag? I was like, no, I have alcohol right here in my hand. (laughs) 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 And uh, then what did you buy the alcohol here? And I was like, I literally just bought it five feet from you. Uh, And then, and then grumpy, you know, made me go in. And after that, I just started walking around with my, my cup that I got from wild bills that I travel with Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. uh, to where you can't see what's in it. And it could be water. And sometimes it was, especially after my Thursday night at Trader Vic's. Uh, there was a lot more water being drank after then. But, uh. After <laughs> equal livery. Yeah. Day. But also, yeah. like, when they started moving furniture, I started getting texts. Oh my God, they're moving the furniture. Drag it, the over 40s have nowhere to sit. Or, or people, when we do ribbon trading, have nowhere to sit. They did move some seating back hours some. later. Some. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Right. But yeah, it was just—it was a weird, almost hostile situation with mm-hmm. some of the staff working, and then like, and then you'd get some of the good staff who were in a great mood. So it was mm-hmm. just weird. It's like you could definitely tell who seemed to be new, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, and who wasn't. But I do have to say, uh, Trader Vic's patio bar really stepped up their game this year, and it was. Uh, <laughs> You got the bottom of the barrel mix. <laughs> uh, no, my the same bartender they had out there last year was there. I love her. She's a hoot. They opened up an even like this overflow yes. area yep, in the back did. part of the pa- patio, and it was awesome. Yep. Like I walked back there, had I think it's where the old stairs used to go to when you could enter from yeah. the back side of the Hilton lobby and go down there. 
uh, and it was really cool. Like I met the Dragon Con goth group there because all of them were hanging. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that existed. It was really cool. They were super nice. Uh, and apparently I drank eight Mai Tais on Thursday night. I love that you say apparently. All a strong story. Yeah, well, because yeah. I was getting everybody to order them, and then they get halfway through. This is too strong. Can't drink it. Oh, finish it. And <laughs> I yeah. yeah. When, when you're when you're holding the drink, you can only count to five. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, like, like, I was home. I was back to the Sheridan by eleven forty-five. You like, were batting that cleanup. Way. That's what you were doing. You were batting that, cleanup. Uh, <laughs> that extended mm-hmm. Trader Vic's area was right next to uh, one of the panel rooms that both uh, the Brit Tracks and the uh, Digital Media Track were using. And so I had a couple panels in that room, and it was so, like, tempting. To, like, I was like, <laughs> I don't want to go to my – like, I'm going to have to really, like, focus and go to my panel instead of just going walking right into Trader Vic's. <laughs> I, hope they keep, I hope they keep that going. That was – it was very comfortable. The, mm-hmm. Being able to go back and forth from that overflow to the patio and mm-hmm. – uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I've heard like usually from the Tiki community. I hear a lot of you know bad things about uh, about Trader Vic's during that weekend, and I don't think I heard anything. So maybe they're stepping up their game, or if the Tiki community didn't go, I don't know. No, there was a lot of them there. It's I mean the biggest complaint I see is the you know after Wednesday you're dealing with big batch cocktails and they they cut their menu in half. But I mean come on. They need to be able to deal with the crowd size. That's absolutely. Yeah. We, we can't. Absolutely. We can't all you gotta fail it. get yeah. individually made handcrafted drinks. No, so right. That's why there's a lot mm-hmm. of us who go to dinner there for drinks on Wednesday, and then mm-hmm. we just drink my ties or <laughs> or Saturns or whatever on the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so the big news, uh, the big thing that came out of the Hilton, rather than that, though, was, of the course, other the other big thing. <laughs> right. The, the a wave. Um, by the oh, way, if anybody four. hasn't, if, in, if anybody wants to, like, visually see what it was like, uh, Leonard Firestone posted a amazing reaction video to uh, what was happening there, the flooding um, on the floor. The whole floor, as well as uh, the stairwell, was just like a waterfall situation. Where did he uh, um, this? Yeah, where, it, where's the lake? No, where <laughs> it's it's pretty amazing. Let's see if I can. Uh, I don't know if I can uh, send it out to uh, everybody in the chat. So I'll try. Link. I'm right. I'm working on it. I, I, I sent it I to know. everybody here. Uh, okay. I don't know if that if uh, anybody out there can get it, but I'll post it in the show notes. Please. So that people can check it out because it's uh, it's something to see, um, but uh, yeah, that was a big issue, um, and I don't know. I haven't heard any official cause. I've heard several rumors. Um, the most uh, the, the the biggest one was that it was somebody who was not happy with their roommates causing uh, damage. Oh, wow! Uh, and uh, and I think they. Didn't know. I don't think they cared if it extended to the entire floor, which it did. So, uh, wow. But um, I don't know if that's true. I have I no heard, idea. I, I just heard a pipe burst. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. I heard was pipe burst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So I, well, at first, at first we thought it was, we thought it yeah. was rain, but but yeah, then mm-hmm. they said a pipe burst. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, um, what I understand is that, you know, everybody got free night stays out of that, you know, that were there that were dealing with. Hopefully, there wasn't any permanent damage to anything. Hilton's uh, not advertising folks. waterbed rooms. For <laughs> uh, oh, and there's, there was also rumored to be quite a few room thefts at the Hilton. Oh, oh, yeah. oh I did not yeah. hear that one. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, they were posting in the Facebook groups as well as on the DragonCon Reddit board and on the Discord. Um, we knew it like one, somebody actually came out and was like, no, this was me. This happened to me. Uh, and mm-hmm. there was a few other where, you know, you couldn't substantiate it, but, uh, one couple claims that they were robbed in their room while they were sleeping. Oh my God. Somebody wow. in- entered wow. their room. Ooh, um, that's, that's bold. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, nobody would be able to, I'd sleep so light. They wouldn't be able to, you know, <laughs> Hmm. Well, or like if you're at the Sheraton, opening those doors makes so much noise. Like you, there's no way somebody'd be able to walk in without you hearing it. Also, but also, you know, put the latch your doors, people. Always yeah, right. latch your hotel latch your door. doors when you're yeah. out yes. the night. Totally. Yep. Yep. Um, any other issues with uh, any of the other hotels? Uh, well. I mean, this is my first year staying at the Sheraton. I did not personally experience this, but uh, we had Mushroom Gate this year there. Yes, where, the mushrooms. Uh, a few, oh. uh, a few apparently were we, bathrooms. Were we rolling? Had a. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a few mushrooms grew. Uh, I can see how it happened. Um, we were on a. What to me felt like the second floor, but it's really the, the fourth, the way the hotel's set up. So we had the balcony that walk around the pool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That area gets so humid. Yeah, it's humid. So I can yeah. see easily how mushrooms can grow in those conditions. But see, uh, this mm-hmm. is why they had like that Legionnaires outbreak a few years back. Too. That was the AC system. I know. but or a fountain. It, it, it no, got, it was a fountain. It, yeah, it got so humid in that place. Whatever they were using to clean it wasn't doing mm-hmm. a good job, and so the germs accumulated. Yeah. So uh, I mean, we kept our we walked down on the patio occasionally, but we usually just kept it closed and you know really cranked down the AC when we could get it to work. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And so that helped with the humidity. I also travel with a fan, so. Mm-hmm. But, uh, the pictures I saw of the room, they had wallpaper touching the shower, and that's where the mushrooms were going from. Our bathroom didn't have wallpaper. We had tile. Mm-hmm. So I guess some of the rooms maybe are more updated or just different. Uh, yeah. But, uh, I mean, I totally love the Sheraton. I'm, uh, now, I'm uh, now going to stay there forever. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, so <laughs> I like the Sheraton. I do. I just wonder how big the mushrooms had to get for housekeeping to ignore them. I mean, I don't... These were fairly sizable. They weren't well, and, and, and mushrooms can, in the right conditions, a mushroom can grow in a matter of hours. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And, and I don't know. Um, I think some of the hotels are still on that policy where they're not cleaning the rooms every day. They probably aren't. Yeah, they probably don't. Well, have right? they yeah. clean yeah. Every yeah. other day or something like that. Well, when you have so. guests, like I can tell you uh, every single time I walked out in the hallway at the Sheridan, at least on our floor, they were constantly cleaning rooms. Like we all started, mm-hmm. we couldn't keep our do not disturb signs on the doorknobs. So we, every, almost every room we walked by, we all started taping them to the doors so they wouldn't fall down. Cause if you didn't have it, they were knocking every single morning. To clean yeah. your room, 
Mm. So, so no. uh, yeah, I mean, they did. They didn't give us the option at check in of, hey, would you like to opt out like the Weston used to when I stayed mm-hmm. here? Um, so uh, they were at least on yep. the fourth floor. They were they were out there trying to clean all the, the high end. Sent us a note yeah. saying we will clean your room on Saturday. Yeah. That's wow. it. And that, that's fine because we usually do turn down the housekeeping service because I've had things taken out of rooms before and yeah. you don't know if you're not mm-hmm. there. So, but we got lucky this time we were actually there. So we let them clean mm-hmm. the room because we were present, you know, but otherwise we don't let housekeeping come into our room. Yeah. That way we know if anyone comes mm-hmm. into our room, something's up. Something yeah, has I, happened. I, well, I bring my own cleaner. I bring my own yeah. giant I, we, trash we bags. We clean up the room yeah. when we're ready to go and we get it all nice and we tip and all yeah. that jazz. So, Sick. You know, for yes. the aftermath, you know, it's not yeah. like we, we wallow in the weekend. We take an hour and we, oh, look at all these bottles. I wonder how that happened. Oh, yeah, the headache. That's how, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, the story of the news, I actually felt kind of bad for him because I've been going to Dragon Con long enough where I remember when the Sheridan had the reputation of being the not Dragon Con friendly hotel. Yeah. It was always yeah. kind of, the, oh, you just go there to register. They don't do anything. And they really made some changes to try and incorporate themselves um, a little bit more into the culture. Those food, um, truck, that food trucks are amazing. Yeah. 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 It's actually my favorite hotel. I just have been staying at the Hilton more because I host a photo shoot. And I would much rather take the elevators down to the back of the Hilton mm-hmm. than drag a wagon down Peachtree Street with all the stuff I yeah. need for the wagon. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I hope the Sheridan gets their act together because again, they really did make a lot of changes to try and um, be a little bit more welcoming to Dragon Con people. Um, they, they're going to end up. I feel like the Hilton is going to try and take the reputation of being the unfriendliest hotel, and I, I would hate the Sheridan to be one in this today. year. Oh, yeah, very much I so. Think, I think so. I didn't have any problems at the Westin at all. Um, I like staying mm. at the Westin. Um, uh, the elevators were a little bit more difficult than last year, I will admit, but I don't think I, mm. I certainly, uh, it was not a Marriott or Hyatt situation with the, with their <laughs> elevators. Um, uh, so that was pretty good. Um, actually, on uh, one morning, as I left my room and I was going uh, down, going down to get to uh, Artist Alley, I rode in and I thought, like uh, the doors open, and I thought it was empty. I was like, "Oh my god, an empty elevator!" <laughs> like I just was like a stun. And as I got on, there was a person that was just kind of in the corner by the buttons, and I didn't see her. And uh, it turned out to be uh, Melody Anderson. Uh, from Flash Gordon. And uh, so we had a lovely chat uh, about uh, the con on the way down uh, of the elevator. So that was pretty cool. Uh, Getting to hang out with Dale Arden for a little bit. Um, That was pretty awesome that you did. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was my only, that was my only celebrity encounter. I didn't see any others. I didn't, uh, I didn't go to the Walk of Fame area at all. I didn't have time or really reason to go. Um, there wasn't anybody there that I, uh, particularly wanted to meet or get their autograph or picture or anything. So I, if, like I said, if I didn't have to be at some place at Dragon Con, I wasn't. Uh, was I didn't it? need it. Food court at all? Um, I don't even think. Did I even order f- from the food court at all? No, I don't think I did. So um, wow. yeah, so that yeah, it was one. I I tried to make this too 
uh, one of the cheapest Dragon Cons that I've ever had just because of my financial situation and everything like that. So, um, and I think I was pretty successful, except I did splurge one night and order room service. Yay, room service. Room service, it's awesome. It was actually interesting. I heard a few people had to duck out of the way multiple times because Shatner on his little scooter (laughs) <laughs> you know, trying to get around Dragon Con. Getting oh mowed God. down by, by Shatner. Getting mowed down by the Shatner. That's hilarious. That's hilarious I, right there. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you had some luck with the Western Elevators. So I know a local author here in Atlanta who got stuck on the Western Elevators for a good 15 minutes at one point. Oh, like, oh no. Yeah, way, way up in the air. And she's from, from the ele- elevator on on uh, Facebook like, help. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what do you do? So, yeah. That's not good. Yeah. The, uh, and it, it, and it's, one out of the five elevators aren't working right now. Uh, so that's and, and, yeah. and, and it's always like fun to like, especially with the elevators, no matter what hotel you're in, you know, as many times as it's been said, uh, you know, it, you just press both buttons. It, you know, you have to go down. Sometimes you have to go down to go up. Sometimes you have to go up, to go down. They said it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think it was day two. I was going up to my room and as I went, as I reached, I think I was on the highest floor that I've ever been on too, which is the 51st floor. And so as I reached the floor, there was a couple, a young couple uh, there. And she said to him, as I, as I got off, she said to him like, Oh, that's not, that's going down. That's going up. We went down. And, uh, and he goes, I don't know. Should we get on? I said, yes. <laughs> yes. Get on. Yes. Always get on because you never yeah. know when the and next one. That would have been be. a perfect time for you to give them an Earth Station Who or a Dragon Con Report sticker. Or <laughs> I don't something. think I had him at that point. I hadn't seen you by that point. Because, uh, yeah, I didn't see you. I didn't get the, the, the ribbons from you until late Friday. Day two. Yeah, yeah. I, I tried to go by his table when he said he was going to be seeing you to get them. And that was the, when I was finally able to make it back there is when he was on one of his panels. So, I was like, all right, no Dragon Con report ribbon for me this year. That's, that's Dragon Con for you right there. That's just the Yeah, that goes. sounds about – the only but time the, I saw Jen at all at the show, you were in line for to see the uh, Transformer band. Oh, Cybertronics free. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. you were in line for that. And we were coming back from dinner and – we saw you in line, and I went, Jen, and you didn't even turn. It was like, <laughs> wait, was it outside or inside? Outside. Oh, yeah, we were uh, my tide. We were my tide, uh, probably. Yeah. No, not. Oh. I actually did not touch the my ties again after Thursday night. I couldn't. <laughs> I was. Uh, I was not able to drink all. Of, I couldn't drink on Friday at all. Yeah. And I kept trying to, and I was like, nope, nope, don't nope, nope. And then, uh, nope. yeah, but by Saturday night, because we were running around in the John Wick thing, like people. All the shop bars were out, you know, people who incorporate shop bars. So, but the, the, the the elevators, uh, I had to ride the elevator four times at the Marriott this year. And shockingly, I never waited more than three minutes and I never had to go up to go down. Wow. You need to go buy a lottery ticket. Yes, you do. You're one of the luckiest people. Yeah. I think on Saturday was the only time I had to walk the stairs in the Hyatt to get to my room. That's not bad. Saturday, Saturday night around one. Well, you're floor. usually on a lower floor, though. I you? am. I'm on a lower floor because I don't like being really high up. Uh, I have mm-hmm. vertigo, so glass elevators. No, thank you. Mm-mm. I don't need yeah. to be on the 15th floor. Thank you. So yeah, I'm on like the third, typically. Third Still never made it to the con suite. 
It's there. I'm done it either. I know where it's located. I just, now I just it's the white noise that puts me to sleep every I have night. Not made it there yet. <laughs> <laughs> They're yelling about corn dog nuggets at the uh. <laughs> Okay, so um we mentioned that uh, as far as safety, because I think they, and that, it's not security anymore, right? It's the last few years has been safety. That Dragon Con has been talking yeah. about their, their forces, right? So as far as safety goes, I think we've all expressed uh, that uh, the... Um, they sucked. The, uh, that they could have been better in terms of, well, certainly I was really disappointed, as I know some of you were too, that they didn't um, require... Uh, vaccination card or negative test before picking up registration. Uh, mm-hmm. I was a big fan of that. I figured since San Diego did it, I think I thought it was a no brainer that they would do it as well, but they did not. And even though San Diego did it, they still had a huge outbreak of COVID there. Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah. Well, a lot of stuff at San Diego happens outside of that convention center anyway. So, um, but in any case, uh, and as far as the masks goes, yes, that was disappointing as well. Um, seeing people just not care, uh, about, um, you know, their fellow con goers that way. Um, I also, uh, there were also numerous reports of, um, I saw this too many times of, of, uh, women who were, um, inappropriately grabbed, touched, et cetera, et cetera, Oy. went to, went to see security, police officer, whatever, and were not taken seriously. Yeah, wow. There is terrible that's, reports that's of the that. real problem, right? I mean, the first part's the problem, but then that second part is a yeah. bigger problem, in my opinion. Yeah. It truthfully is. You know, there was one wow. report of this one woman who had been sexually assaulted and she went into, I think she was at the Hyatt. There were four police officers and they were actual police officers and just not people in costume. Um, mm-hmm. You know, hanging out in the lobby, looking at, at costumers and everything. She went to them to report what happened to her. They laughed her off pretty much. What? And, yep. Mm-hmm. It was all, It was on Dragon. It was on multiple sites and everything. Yeah. Wow. That's well, inexcusable. And, I'm sorry. That's inexcusable. And, I, and I'd almost like to know what the follow-up is from from safety and a lot of the reports that got filed. I know that there was, you know, there were, there was a few volunteers that were filing a lot of reports about things they, they witnessed just to try to try to get it safety engaged. Uh, and one of them was that you know she was she was uh, volunteering in in the track room, and one of the volunteers, you know, with the blue badges came in to do a head count like they, they spontaneously do. And she walked up. It's like, Hey, you're in a con space. You put a mask on. And he was giving her a ration of crap about putting a mask on just for being there for five minutes. And she's like, look, it's part of your agreement that you signed up for to be a volunteer at this convention. You got to mm-hmm. do it. And he got verbally violent with her, like just, just started unleashing tons of F bombs and, and, and all this kind of stuff and leaving mm-hmm. the room. And she, she reported him, but it's like, this is a volunteer. Yeah. Is there some follow-up on this that we, we can see that there's actually action being taken, right. that they're serious about this stuff? Or is it just like, like Mike was saying, just kind of laughed off like, Oh, well, it's con. It'll happen. Well, it's it's you know? lead by example. And they didn't do that. When yeah. I saw upper management of dragon con walking around the dealer's room with no masks on, no mm-hmm. one's going to take it seriously at that point. Yeah. 
that that irritates me to no end as well. I and mean, we've kind of talked about it, but there from the from the newbies' perspective, we have to to you know. It, it, tell people what the rules are and tell them you have to abide by them because you agreed to them when you bought your badge. I looked mm-hmm. it up today. There are 21 rules. It's very simple. 21 rules. Masks are mm-hmm. in there. COVID, COVID stuff's in there. It's an implied contract <laughs> yeah. when, you, when you got your badge. And I, I think both sides of the implied contract were let down, both from the con and from the attendees. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. inexcusable that there was there was just lip service paid to it. I mean, totally. Oh, yeah. If you're not going to if you're not going to enforce the policy, don't have the policy. Exactly. But, but, but kudos mm-hmm. to the teams and the track directors who did. Yes. Yes. Very much. Totally. So. Cre- they, there should be credit where credit is due. To- Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And kudos yeah. to the people who did mask up and look out for yeah. other ones. Yeah, you know, yeah. we're, we're talking 100%. about the bad folks, but there were people who did right, and yeah, yeah, yeah. kudos. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Um, I think I will point, I'll give the floor to, uh, Mike now, uh, in case he wants to, cause I know, I know he wants to tell his security story. Oh, oh my security oh story. Are you ready? Um, Sunday morning, I was, uh, running late to get to a panel. You know, I, I was tired from Saturday night. And so I had to get to my first panel and they had security set up. At the entrance of the, um, at the entrance of the Marriott, and I was going in, showed the guy my badge, and I was wearing one of, um, the one of Jen's, um, lanyards that she created, which were, were really great done. They would look like the rug, and they had a clear front, so you could slip your badge right in and everything, right in in broad daylight. So I handed it, I you know showed it to the guy. Before I could, you know, even move past him, he grabbed my badge and said, you're not going in. I said, what? And he said, this is fake. And I said, no, it isn't. He says, it doesn't look like a real badge. I says, look at it. It says guest. I'm a guest. And this guy, you know, looked at me and says, I don't give a F who you are. You are not getting in. This is not a real badge. And so I literally had to open it up and I said, I've been a guest at this con for five years. And he says, I don't give an S. And he was like, you know, looking at me right in the eye. And I opened the, ba- the, the lanyard, pulled out my badge, showed my schedule. I said, look, asshole, this is my schedule. And then I walked, you know, and he, I walked, I grabbed my badge back and the lanyard out of his hand and turned away and walked back. And had the nerve for a second security person at the at the uh, the second door going into the lobby say, "Oh, he's only doing his job." I says, "No, he's not. He's harassing uh-huh. people." And, yeah, and that's and, and it's like totally unprofessional. And sure, if, sure, if but he's I, doing it poorly. Yeah, if I had more time because I was running late to a panel, I would have gotten that guy's name and I would have reported him. But mm-hmm. it was ridiculous. Was this and hotel, hotel or con base? Right. It was not quite. Usually at the, ho- yeah, at, at the, the door, hotel it's door, hotel. It's, 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 a, it's, it's a hotel. private security company. Okay. It's the private security. Yeah. And, you know, to use, you know, language, there were kids around. This is, yeah. you know, this is 10 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. Okay. Oh, and yeah, no, there were yeah. kids, there were families. You know, it was completely. And you know what? It, it, it just pissed the hell out of me. And, yeah. 
It's mm-hmm. just like really dude. A great mood for your panel, I'm sure. Oh, I I went in and I told the track director and it's like what happened? And they were like, dude, you know, you know, if you want to sit this panel out, it's like, oh hell no, I'm talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> I am here to talk, damn it. Yeah, some people cannot handle authority because it just goes to their head. They get just a little bit of power yep. and they feel like they have to to flex their muscles. And I I've never figured out a good answer for the Dragon Con security issue because you either have the volunteers who may not necessarily have the proper training or you get the paid security kind of like they had at the hotel who don't understand the situation fully. So they don't know what's going on. And I've never figured out how to find a happy medium between those two. No, no. Um, creative guy actually said it perfectly if i was more awake probably at the time and had coffee in me i probably would have taken a picture of him you know mm-hmm. and just you know then done something about it because like i people i've told about it said dude that's assault you know this guy literally accosted you and mm-hmm. for him to to be doing that it's like it's crazy it was just it was ridiculous to do and it soured a lot. You know, I didn't want it to sour the rest of my con. And I tried my hardest not to. And I did have a good time the rest of the day, Sunday and Monday. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, what I had to. I had another 13 panels to do. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, but see, th- this gets, this gets on my nerves. And I've seen this before too in other conventions, not just Dragon Con, where it's what you were saying, Channing. Someone gets some power mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then they go hog wild with it. I, I was at a con, but I had I had didn't have my badge yet. I wasn't a member of the convention yet, and I had some. This guy didn't know who I was or what I was, but I was like, "I'm grabbing some food. I'm going to my hotel room." He was like, "Well, you you can't get on this ho- elevator." Like I'm a guest at the hotel. Well, you don't have a badge on. Well, I'm not part of the convention yet, so you need to slow your jet. I'm going to my room to eat my food. Right. Thank you. Well, they should they should let have you in. Nice if you, <laughs> you have know? a hotel, key, if you have a hotel key, they should let you in. Still. Yeah. But this and, wasn't and even I'm going to the room that I paid for. Yes, this wasn't even a right. hotel person. This was a person working with the con who was doing a badge check at the elevator. And I'm like, I'm going upstairs. I'm not going to a convention. I I know about conventions. I know about the rules. But it's this type of thing where where someone just gets a little bit of power and then they go crazy with it and they act mm-hmm. out because I, in my mind my theory is that they don't have any power in their real life so this is the first time they're able to take out some of their frustration on people and unfortunately those people are trusted with being good stewards and being I mean, we've seen corrupt cops on the news so we shouldn't think that mm-hmm. there aren't corrupt security guards working part time and some of them might be corrupt cops making an extra buck you know, and they're just going to be, you know, bastards to people. And there's no excuse for it. But mm-hmm. I don't know what the solution is either, Channing. I wish there was. Maybe castration right. would work. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I just don't think that's appropriate to treat your guests like that. And we're ham- hamstrung because these are the hotels we go to. We have to use these hotels. Right. And it, it, it bugs me that they've got us by the short and curlies because this is where the convention takes place. So it doesn't matter how awful your experience is in a hotel, unless the hotel's really motivated, they don't have to do anything to go out of their right. way to be good customer service people to you. And that's they why know was, we're coming back. 
That's yeah. why we start uh, social media campaigns, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, exactly. They, uh, Word of mouth pressure. Yeah, yeah. that's and our I, only I feel tool. Like- I feel like a lot of this has been building for years too. Cause I, I remember 2018, 2019 and, and 2021, there were definitely more kind of negative vibes out there. Like there was a lot more of this kind of pushback mm-hmm. that we were seeing, you know, people just being grumpy or, or in some cases like being pushy, like the, the folks at the doors, yeah. you know, this has been growing for a while. And I don't know if there's something that the con can do to kind of push back a little bit and say, look, we're bringing you, X number of dollars on a major holiday weekend with, you know, mm-hmm. 85,000 people, <laughs> you, know, mm-hmm. you know, give us a little bit of slack here or what, what's this, what the deal is. But I, I've seen it growing over the last five years. Yeah. Yeah. And I, think that, I think that's the other issue. Like I get it. They have a job to do and you want to keep people safe, but you don't have to come in at a nine or a 10. I mean, kind of right. like the issue with Mike, if the guy thought that the badge was fake, he could have just pulled him off to the side or just said, Hey, can I get a closer look at that real quick? Yeah. You don't I mean, have to immediately yeah. go to snatch his badge and restrain him. That's no, exactly. And start cursing at him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I know they're they're having a tough time keeping people who don't pay to get into Dragon Con out of Dragon Con. I know that's mm-hmm. a big part of it. But that's what we're paying them to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is this is part of the contract that we have people at security key points because the harassment of the cosplayers was getting out of hand. Well, I do have to say that there is a, apparently still a spot that people can get in. People were able to get on the Hilton patio. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. A lot of, um, the, the Hilton assault, again. a lot of the assaults I <laughs> heard about happened on the Hilton patio. Uh-huh. Whether oh, really? there was women, uh, people in the inflatable dinosaur suits were getting harassed and groped. Uh, people out there were even deflating the inflatable suits on purpose. Oh, wow. and, oh, and, I never think of doing that. Those are awesome. And, you know, the the, the, the post by people I've seen says the, the people Jesus. who did this did not have a badge on. Yep. Shocker. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and the, you know, security is only at the doors going in and out of the hotel. So it's mm-hmm. somewhere back there. Nature there, finds a way. Jeff. There, there is a, a there is a way for somebody, for people who aren't attending the con to get out there. Mm-hmm. So. Or they got past a slack security guy who's just standing there not doing yeah, it. Yeah, I guess that you know? too, yeah. There's that too. Or, you know? Could have been a hotel guest that was there for something entirely different. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, exactly. I've... I have not experienced harassment out there myself, but I'm also like, there's certain times I'm just, I just don't go there. You know, once, mm-hmm. the, once the dance party gets too crowded that I'm out, right. you know, I, yeah, I want to hear the music. I want to see the photo shoots. Sometimes I'm in the photo shoots, but when it becomes crowded, like a dance club, then yeah, that's not my spot anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For one, like I smoke at con. That's where I go to smoke. Once there's a crowd of people, I'm not, I don't want to smoke around people. Like mm-hmm. I'm choosing to smoke. I'm not going to be that person blowing the smoke into everybody else's faces or around their kids in the daytime. You know, I I go find the spots where I'm not going to be bugging people. I mean, I remember when we had the football people at the same time that we had Dragon Con going on, and those those oh, days that Friday God. and Saturday was awful because they were some of them were very nice and some of them were very nice people, but there was a sizable group of them who were obnoxious assholes. Let's not. Mm-hmm. Let's not be uh, 
kitty about it. And they were no. treating people like suddenly we're back in high school and we're the nerds and they're the jocks. It's like, dude, you're 300 pounds wearing a, a football jersey as a cosplayer going to a game. So I don't want to hear it. Well, exactly. And these are the same guys who paint their faces the colors of their Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but we're, we're the weirdos. And I'm like, okay, whatever, dude. But they were the ones who were causing a lot of the problems, too, with harassing the female cosplayers. And, and then some of the things like things being thrown from high heights downstairs for no good reason, from all sorts of areas, that kind of thing. So oh, I'm glad that the we chair, didn't have to the deal chair with that. a few years ago. The chair in the Marriott. Uh, and the, the bottles. The bottle. bottles. Yeah. Stuff yeah. off the balconies outside the Hyatt. You know, you name Oof. it. It's happened in every hotel where you have a way to do it. Well, it's um, like there's a reason the Hyatt pool is closed during COVID. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, security has to do their job, but they need to treat us with respect, too. Like Absolutely. Treat them with respect. I think, I think uh, a couple things. I will say... Um, in the past, a uh, couple years, um, that, um, that we had the con live action, um, there has been some, some bumps on setup day for me because when I go to set up, I, at America's Mart, I, I, my badge, because I'm a guest, is in the Marriott. So if I don't go to the Marriott first to get my badge, then I'm, I don't have a badge or anything to go into America's Mart to set up. So the security will stop me in America's Mart and be like, what are you doing? And I'll be like, I need to set up. And they're like, who are you? And so there's been some discussions there. Um, and sometimes I'm forced to go to the Marriott and get my badge and then come back to the America's Mart. And then, then I can set up because then I've got, and even then, because they're used to seeing vendor badges all day. And here I come with a guest badge and they're like, we don't know what that is. And so there's been confusion there before. This year, none of that. That was, I mean, it was one of the easiest setups I think I've ever had. Wow, good. So I do, good. I do give them credit for that. Um, uh, I think my, Michael Faulkner, to your point, I think one of the things is, uh, I think Dragon Con over the past few years has added more and more security because of, let's face it, world events, right? Right. And, and the times we live in. And I think maybe because of, as the security expands, I think, you know, the, the percentage of jerks <laughs> who are in security <laughs> expand, you know, like I think yeah. that's, I think that's probably part of it too. Um, and I think that's only going to get, you know, worse as it gets bigger. Um, so uh, I, I fully predict the Dragon Con is going to be like wide open with no restrictions for attendees next year. That's my own personal feeling, but I, I haven't heard that officially. Uh, but I feel like I don't know what's stopping them really at this point. Um, and not, I mean, after, not after this year. I love the amount of people we had this year. I think a lot more and it's going to be, is it an enjoyable con? I don't know. I, I mean, to me, there was a lot of visible kinks this year. I would hope that I would hope lot. that they oh, would see yes, the kinks was. and be like, okay, we cannot go back to full attendance yet. The like, if there's kinks with this amount of people, imagine how that's going to be when we add fifteen thousand or more people on top of it. I, yeah. I fully expect them to go full, really? full out next year. Because I, mean, like, I really do. The vendor hall was that bad this year. What happens when we add fifteen thousand more people? We're, I we're think doing the, the Lemmings again. What it, here's uh, the yeah. thing too. I don't think 
I don't know. I don't know this personally. And so, you know, um, who knows? But I don't get the feeling that Dragon Con had to turn anybody away who wanted a, a four, a five day pass, right? Yeah. I don't think, I don't think they cut it off and you couldn't get, cause I never saw, uh, a, you know, with the memberships. Now, if you wanted a daily pass, those sold out. Yeah. Um, so I do think we'll continue to see restrictions on daily passes, which would be awesome. But restrictions yeah. on, you know, full memberships, um, and that you know, a lot of people bark at that too. It's like, well, if if the single days are sold out, I can I can still go. I just need to spend more money and get a you know a, <laughs> a full day. membership, a even know. if it's yeah. even if it's Saturday or Sunday, right? I've seen and plenty I, of people say I'm not buying. A five day pass, so I don't right, know. right. You're still so, so I do got a feeling that maybe it is going to like. I don't think it's it's reached the point where they're turning people away yet. So maybe no. this is as big as it will get for a little while. Maybe, maybe it'll take a while before you know, if at all, we see eighty five, ninety thousand people like we did in twenty nineteen. I hope not. I hope not too. I hope not. It's a really good size for the con. No, 2019 was the first year I ever got scared in the crowd. Really? It's Saturday Saturday night at the Marriott when the when the when the the police and the fire department came in and shut down the pulse loft floor, the pulse level floor. When Yaya Han and her her group that were all dressed like her showed up. And it just, it became a madhouse. And it was yeah. like, when they shut it down, it was like there was a stampede of people trying to get out of there all of a sudden. It was, it was, it was scary. 2019 was the first yeah. year in, in the time that I've been going to con that, that my, my wife and I looked at each other and like, is this still worth it? Is this still it, fun? Yeah. It, because it was just, yeah. I mean, it, it's still worth it for me, but. That, but I mean, I mean it, it was so. <laughs> After that year, it was just like, okay, I'm not going to the Marriott on a Saturday night anymore. But then well, I've been yeah. able to do it the past two years and walk around fine. And it's but then it, like, it, it's it comes awesome. up to how many people is too many attendees to have a good time at the con. You know what I mean? That's a great question. That's, that's, that's really, really the question. When you, when you wind up standing in line for three to four hours just to get into a panel, because, and of course they say, yo, we don't start panel lines until an hour beforehand, but we all know. We all know. Uh, I, I think one <laughs> thing, know. though, they have done a better job of, like, so, you know, there's a lot of the big parties on the same night mm-hmm. now, and they're in different yep. locations. Well, that helps yep. split up your crowd. It, so, does. Like, that's, it does. I think that's something I have visibly noticed them making an effort to do to not have the crowd all be in the same spot at the same mm-hmm. time. So that's great. But, like, maybe mm. they just, you know, maybe start doing that with panels as well. Like, hey, we're going to have this big panel at this hotel, this big panel, at this hotel, and that, you know, make people, maybe make it for the same genre, and then people really have to choose, and not, oh, we're mm-hmm. all going to see this. Yeah. Like, like yeah. David Tennant's in the Hyatt, Patrick Stewart's <laughs> at the Marriott. Like, to me, that's going to have some crossover. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then it'll, it'll just, split, the, split the people up. I don't want to return back to the days of the March of the Lemmings where you couldn't even shop in the dealer's room because you're just being carried along by the people, you know? If you, if you can get into the dealer's room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's already, a, we've already discussed a two-hour yeah. wait this year. At the most, yeah. At and the and most, they've, been, yeah. they've been worse than that. I mean, yeah, yeah so. they have been. 
The uh, well, and from a vendor, Janet uh, is actually in a closet, y'all. I I must admit, I I I have not talked to and and touched base with a lot of my artists and vendor friends about how well they did. I know that last year we were all really happy and we all had really good sales. I don't know if that was the case this year. Um, so I know for myself, I did okay. I didn't do as well as I did last year, but then again. I didn't have a new book and a lot of that was on me rather than I think uh, the crowds or anything. I did see, I did think that there was a little bit, see, cause yes, as the building fills up, the, the fourth floor becomes a little bit emptier because everybody, most of the people are going to, you know, the three vendor floors. Um, and so the, co- the people who want to just ha- do the comics, um, you know, because we don't get usually a lot of walk-by traffic. Usually, because I've actually heard people say like, oh, what's on, you know, what's on the fourth floor? Oh, it's just like the comic area. So, um, and and they're like, okay, well, we're done shopping. Um, so. I purposely go to the third and floor, fourth floor. I mean, I start at the fourth and work down. Yeah, I'm working I don't down. really care. I don't really care about the second and first floors anymore. Well, I'm going to see you. I'm going to see Derek and buy his new, you know, whatever new bar glass set he's released. <laughs> and going to go to Wild you have your list. You have this, your this, list. This mug is awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. yeah. Derek mug. Um, also, uh, I will say another thing that uh, was cool in the vendor's room was the uh, Strange Tees, like their, their uh, Dragon Con shirts. Those things were selling like hotcakes, these tie-dye shirts. And so really, it's a great shirt. Um, I really like it. The The print came out really nice. Um, it's been through a couple of washes already, so I don't <laughs> want to wash it too much because I don't want it. But it looks pretty good, um, and they seem to do pretty well. Uh, so um, that was appreciated. Um, anything else from the con, uh, like as a whole, uh, either positive or negative, that you guys heard? Um, uh I appreciate the uh, expanded offerings at the actual Dragon Con merch store this year. Uh, yes. Okay. I was very happy to find an actual zip-up hoodie instead of a pullover hoodie. Uh, Amelia bought that. But uh, my biggest <laughs> tip for everybody uh, for next year going forward, if you see something Dragon Con merch that you want, you need to get it before <laughs> the you need to get it before the end of Friday. Yeah, that's because a Friday thing. That's they right. were uh, they were they started selling out of stuff or running low by Thursday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And the Sheridan store had like, I heard rumors the Sheridan store was selling out of stuff before the Marriott location could even open. And that wow. they were tr- trying to pull stuff from the Marriott location wow. because wow. There, the line was, you know, there was so many people who wanted so many of the things this mm-hmm. year. So, but yeah, just get, don't wait till more, Saturday. More merch. More merch. <laughs> Yay, merch. Yeah. Don't if wait till Saturday. I'll get it later. You're not going to you're get it. You're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. Yeah. yeah that like, stuff, I, yeah, that, that official stuff goes so fast. Yeah. I got in line at the Sheridan when, when the rest of my group went to get their badges Thursday morning when it opened. Because mm-hmm. uh, it, it opened earlier. So they went and got in line at like 930. Uh, I just immediately got off the elevator and got in the, the store line. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, they got through registration before I got up to the store line, but I was wow. like, I am not getting out of this line. I'm getting my dragon. I'm <laughs> getting my hoodie. Yeah. So. Um, Channing, how were the photo shoots? 
Uh, the photo shoots, the ones that I got to attend were great. Um, most of them, they were mask optional, but I didn't see anybody getting harassed one way or the other. So that's always a plus. Um, on a personal note, my photo shoot ended up being attended by someone from the freaking New York Times. So that was um, wow. really exciting. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We had a nice uh, little write up. I want to say either Friday or Saturday. Um, yeah, I, so I that, that was article. really good. It was a good article. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bravo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they did a great job. Yeah, I I did more panels. I was on more panels this year than I've ever been in, so I didn't get a chance to do a lot of the shoots. But you know, I have a couple of regulars that I hit. I'm never gonna miss the GI Joe shoot, um, the Black <laughs> Panther you know. shoot. Yeah, yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, never, yeah. I I will die before I miss that one. Like it is, it is that serious for me. Um. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And for all the bad experiences, I saw a lot of people at least trying to do right mm -hmm. and calling people out when they were doing wrong. Uh, I think it was Mira Rose. She posted something about elevator issues in the Hyatt and the Marriott, particularly with people either not waiting for people to get off the elevators or not making room for people who may have had a disability or some movement issues to get on the elevators. And that I sucks. saw that at the Hilton. Yeah, I saw that at the Hilton, but there were people who were trying to call them out on it or who would try to, you know, like block for them so that they could could get on. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for all the bad, it is nice to know that there's there's always more good people than bad people floating around Dragon Con. True. Yes. Yes. Yes, that that's my happy thought for the night. That's no, it's a great thought. thought. That's a great thought. I like it. The uh the the big happy thought that I, I was just pleased to see at con was uh we talked about it before but the grassroots efforts to get more more programming that isn't there at con to be you know put in the spotlight get new tracks set up uh happen to be in the room where the the potential theater track you know crowd had gathered for their their, their meeting uh, and just the enthusiasm that was all over that that uh oh, meetup Yes. Uh, I, I was amazed by that enthusiasm. They had ribbons and everything. I snagged a couple badge ribbons. I know for a fact that Star Trek's Anson Mount has a badge ribbon for the theater track. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but no, just, just watching these grassroots efforts pop up and, and just watching them surge. I mean, it, this is what Dragon Con's all about for me. It's just, just the fans speaking up, saying what they want, and having a great time, and, and just celebrating what they love. And that was one of my big highlights. Okay. So last segment. Um, and uh, I want to end on a positive note. Uh, so I want to hear about awesome cosplay you guys saw at Dragon Con. Because every year, um, you know, I think uh, someone had mentioned that the cosplay, I think it was you, Mike. Um, uh, see, I, I, can, I, I, I have my chances there. It must have been a Mike. Um, said that, uh, that, uh, the cosplay was so good this year. And I mean, it's good every year. Um, but, uh, yeah, I want to, uh, I saw, I didn't get out a lot. So I didn't see a lot of awesome stuff. Um, but I did see some cool stuff. Um, and, and of course I, I wasn't personally wearing any cosplay, just the normal, you know, Aloha shirt or whatever. Um, I will say the first picture that I took, the first picture I took was on the Marriott. There had been a gathering of about five or six, 
uh, old, uh, we'll say classic, not old, classic <laughs> Battlestar, Battlestar Galactica folks, uh, three or four Cylons, uh, somebody in a colonial outfit, as well as uh, Lucifer, if anybody knows the, they're about Star Galactica. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just awesome. I was just like, oh, my goodness. That was the first picture I took. Um, and it was uh, kind of a it was a kind of a good thing, bad thing, because I took the picture and I was like really happy. And I was like, that's a great costume. And the guy next to me took a picture and he was he was not a young man, let's say. Um, and he took the picture and he took, and after he took the picture, he turned to his friend, and he said, my dad's going to love this. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but he could have meant it in a way that maybe he watched it with his dad. You know, sure, sure. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, anyway, uh, all right. So, uh, you know, I'll, uh, Anybody who wants to answer, what uh, what could cosplay did you see? Kalima. Kalima. From uh, oh, Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was so awesome. And, and, and she was, yeah, and it was awesome because they, they, she was in the cage and he was also, holding the heart. Uh, they would let all of us get in the cage for photo ops and he would act like he was ripping our hearts out. That was great. <laughs> I saw those pictures. I did not see him personally. Oh, and the I think she was from Florida, maybe. A girl brought one of the uh, Guardians she built from the uh, Legend oh. of Zelda game. It was amazing. Oh. Yes. Nice. Yes. Nice. Missed that one. Oh, stop that. It was uh, Kite Man. I didn't get to see him in person. I saw a picture that he posted. I love Silver Age DC stuff that's obscure, Bronze Age stuff that's obscure. I'm like, you dug out Kite Man. And I know it's because he's on Harley Quinn right now, but still, I don't care. I'm like, oh, I made my DC heart so happy. Who like, knew Kite Man was going to get be a thing? I know, right? There you go. There you go. Kite Man. Kite Man. I, the Weston at one point, and there was um, it had to be a husband and wife team, and they had their their kids in strollers and stuff, and they were looking down at the app trying to figure out where they're going next. One one uh, the wife was dressed as Captain Carter, and the husband was dressed as Captain America. And as I'm walking by, I just captains and get you know flip them a, <laughs> yeah, a salute, totally. and they both they both pop up, and they're like, oh my goodness, he recognizes. It. They're like citizen. <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> There was one year at con, I kept running into a Buffy and Riley. Like, you mm-hmm. know, it, there's 55, 65,000 people there, but you keep running into the same people for some mm-hmm. strange reason. Every year. It goes. You never see the friends that you want to meet up with, but you see complete strangers in the same costume. Every time I looked at them, like, Buffy, Riley. That went on all weekend. All weekend. And I saw them like three times a day. And by Monday, they were like, Buffy, Riley. Did you it see was- the Captain Carter that, uh, from Doctor Strange that had the shield. Oh yeah! yeah. Oh yeah! I saw pictures. Yeah. I saw pictures of that. Yeah, that was smart. Director Faber, you took a lot of pictures. Was there anyone oh, that yeah. stood out for in particular for you? Um, yeah, a couple. The character we saw from Blade Runner who came to our panel. Oh yeah, yes. she was yeah. great. Yeah, that's Chris. Chris. She oh. looked so freaking good. Um, yeah. I saw Bob and Carl. That was really good. Oh, I yeah. got that. Always, always nice to see them. Um, for when I was doing the Ted Lasso panel, we had over a dozen Ted Lassos and beards from the show. <laughs> 
it was awesome. They all held the sign believe, you know, and it, it was it was awesome to see. Um but yeah, there was just um so many. There was the couple that was dressed as uh Buffalo Bill and Hannibal Lecter. I don't know if you guys saw that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, that was awesome. And were they eating dinner? Oh no. <laughs> that would be fun. But yeah. I I was Buffalo surprised. Bill was wearing the human suit and yeah. uh and Hannibal Lecter was all strapped to us uh you know, with the mask and everything. She was good. Yeah, I was surprised at the uh the group we ran into, Mike. We were walking around. They I wouldn't have expected this at, at Dragon Con, but they were dressed as the Beach Boys. Oh, I saw oh, them. I got they a video were, of them. Wow. I got a video of them lip syncing or singing along to the, no, to the track. I, I did yeah. I did a photo album cover for them because they had me take a couple of pictures for them <laughs> posing and everything with the uh holding the surfboard and it yeah. was awesome. Mm-hmm. They were <laughs> awesome. And you just never know what you're gonna find. It's so awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I I'm a sucker for a good cosplay mashup, and there were two that caught my eye. First night, there was a guy, he did a Ric Flair Doctor Who mashup, and he called himself Doctor Woo. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that that one Dragon Con. I wish I need to see a picture of this guy. That Uh, is awesome. I will be sure to share later. And the other one, I can't remember what part (laughs) it was at, but she um, she was dressed as Princess Leia. That but her outfit had the Chick Fil A logo on it, so she was Chick Fil A. Oh, yeah, she had the bun, had she had the Chick Fil A cup and everything. Um, yeah, I have mixed thoughts about Chick Fil A as a brand, but that was a good cosplay. Oh yeah, uh, one that I did not see, I just saw pictures of, but they looked amazing. Was this group of uh, folks uh, being like they're they're huge porgs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they had like a little porg outfit, mm-hmm. and yeah, there was like I don't know, like ten or twelve of them or something. Well, yeah, I think the, they uh, that's, that's a group costume that for them year. every year. Yeah, yeah, very, I don't very lose a part of that group sometimes. Yes, before yeah. I think these were a little different looking. Maybe not. Maybe okay. I was just seeing it from a different angle. But the one that the 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 one I have to say, and this is just a real like obscure. Well, not really too obscure, but for me it's obscure because I don't really see it much. But uh, I mean, I it, I was sitting at my table and they walked by, and it was one of those situations where I was like, oh crap, I need to get my you know. So I got my phone and I ran out in front of my table, and of course they were gone. And I was like, you know, which way did they go? It's amazing how fast people just disappear. Like, and so finally, um, I was able to track them down. And I'm so glad I did because it was uh, the second doctor and Zoe. And I don't know if I. Oh, I saw them. They were awesome, dude. I don't know if I've ever seen like that. I don't know. I just wouldn't. At a Doctor Who convention, maybe. But at Dragon Con, um, I just did not expect to see that. So that that brought a big smile to my face. I loved also seeing the the guy dressed as the FBI agent walking around with the safe property of (laughs) Mar-a-Lago. That was just <laughs> that was just awesome. Nice. The uh um, heartwarming group that I, I saw pictures of, I didn't see it live, but we all know about Aviva over in uh, in the, the Peachtree no, Center. Oh the Camille. There, there was yeah. a group that dressed like the owner Camille who who just loves us anyway. He was wow. almost in tears, you could tell by the, the photographs. Because <laughs> it he's become a part of Dragon Con now. Yep. Oh, I, uh, that's some great food, a right? A true there, Wilson Camille. Fisk. 
which was yeah, I saw I saw like yeah. three really good little fisks. Um, one that I just missed taking a picture of because he got on an elevator, and I was like, "Damn it!" And, his, and just, the doors just shut as I like approached him. Um, but uh, uh, I think because as we predicted, the Hellfire Club shirts were among oh, yeah. like everywhere. I, I would, I was, I would, I would say <laughs> I would say uh, I would say like I stranger things. it was it was probably the first thing I saw when I uh, was actually at the I think even before I set up I think when I was parking the car I saw someone uh, on the street uh, and then I was thinking about counting them. But after half an hour, I was like, I, this is too many. I well, can't, there was at I least can't. 40 of us at the yearbook photo shoot on Sunday. Mm. It's crazy. There you go. So, yeah. And I'll warn including, everybody including now. Including the Ozzy Osbourne cosplayer. Who, wow. The guy who goes as Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, he showed up for it. It was great. <laughs> I don't know if you all saw, if you're, if you're on the internet, the, uh, the Deadpool 3 teaser yeah. Yeah. has dropped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the guy cosplaying se- September twenty four. Yep. So prepare for the the wave of Deadpool's in twenty twenty four. Well, and yeah. and, and, and and Wolverines. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so so and it'll be like twenty eighteen yeah. and twenty nineteen. I mean, Deadpool up until recently was always big. Oh, totally. Um, oh, yeah. you guys were talking about Ted Lasso. I have to mention there was a Ted Lasso bunny at the Bunny Hutch party. Was there? <laughs> oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yes, yes, yes. Had the had the mustache and everything, and I got to be honest, I was very confused. I'm I'm man enough to admit that. That's okay. Oh, that is yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah that I could see that. that. I could be mm-hmm. I could be confused though. So there was yeah. a uh, <laughs> there was a Better Call Saul guy who was traveling around with a desk. Oh, that's awesome! That is awesome. <laughs> it's like that's commitment because that <laughs> was the, uh, was the with the hedge. No, yeah, yeah. But that's on that's wheels. Michael Myers. Yeah. Oh, that's Michael on Myers. Yeah, that's on yeah. wheels. I saw someone who was dressed as Austin Powers but wearing a Michael Myers mask, which was awesome. Wow! <laughs> but I was also very happy that we got a ton of Sandman. We yeah. Oh yeah, ton, yes. a ton. It was a very ton sandy year this year. Yeah. So yeah, it was Sandman awesome. was good. I I saw a couple, but and most of the ones I saw like were when I was going to panel, so they were in Skybridges or on my way, and I couldn't yeah I couldn't stop, so I didn't get to uh, uh, take a lot of pictures of uh, great mm-hmm. cosplay. But there was still some. Um, I saw. I guess he's come to the show before, um, but uh, he calls himself Atlanta Iron Man. And yeah. uh, he was wearing uh, yep. he was wearing a full Iron Man suit, but it was in Braves, uh, like they had the Braves logo, the Atlanta Braves logo on it and stuff. And <laughs> he was pretty cool. So, oh, I liked shout out to him, the Jim Henson guy, like because that guy is great. Oh, who was holding oh, yeah. Kermit? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn, reversing that, cameras. That, that, does, that doesn't help our that doesn't help our audio viewers. Uh, so. <laughs> There's always this camera, guy. So he's good. never going to let you go. He's never going to. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Stop. You've been rickrolled, folks. So I do think uh, I do think that the cosplay was strong. Um, and that's always yeah. fun. That's it's still one of my favorite parts of Dragon Con. It's just, oh, it's it's. And, and I do miss I do miss being able to just park myself somewhere 
and just watch people like watch the costumes go by. I mean, yeah, I see some at my table, but it's just kind of cool to like after you dinner, you know, you just go and you hang out for an hour, two hours, three hours chatting with friends and just watching costumes go by because you never know what's going to come around the corner ever. Like you never know. Um, and it's always fun for next year. It's always fun. So hopefully that'll be, uh, something that we can do next year. Cool. Um, so, um, anything else about Dragon Con 2022 that we haven't covered? Okay. Everybody's tired. Con <laughs> <laughs> is over. Sadly. I got, well, I got puppies and kicking me to oh, oh, no. so no. all right so um and thanks for all the comments there i know that mike posted a few of them um and i know we didn't get to post them all but uh sorry about that uh but uh i think i'm gonna call it we're gonna draw a close to this episode and this season of the 2022 dragon con report uh we're extremely grateful for uh all the support y'all have given us this year um and the 10 years preceding it for that matter uh, we encountered so many listeners and viewers of the show. Um, one person even wore the shirt. I was, that was awesome. Uh, meeting someone who was with the listener, you know, who wear the shirt, you know, uh, yeah. who cares we, about the code? We so well. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and our, you know, not just that, but our social media presence expanded immensely. I mean, we had more, way more hits, way more likes, way more comments, way more repost, re- retweets, whatever than we've ever had before. Because people uh, so, can see our faces now. So. Yep. It Thanks. looks like it, it looks like the that looks is like good the, and bad. The community's <laughs> growing. Um, uh, you know, um, you know, and if like, look, I mean, we 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 like to repost. So if you have something about Dragon Con that you want us to forward to everybody, or you have some news or an event or something like that, we like to to forward that. So and repost that stuff. If that's something that you know we repost and you don't want it reposted. Let us know and we can take it down. Uh, that unfortunately happened a couple times, but um, uh, but for the most part, everybody was really thankful about it. And we, like I said, our community grew, and hopefully, it's just going to keep growing. Uh, we're going to put content on those sites uh, throughout the year. So even though we we might go dark uh, for the next three months, uh, the social media will not go dark. Uh, we'll have some stuff happening, mostly pictures from this year. Um, as well as past years, uh, cause we've all got tons of pictures that we can share. So, um, but yeah, and it was great meeting everybody in person. Um, I hope everybody that we met got a ribbon that wanted a ribbon. Um, maybe there's some way that we can get you ribbons if you haven't got a ribbon. So, uh, reach out to yeah. us and maybe we can make that happen. It's called Dragon uh, Con 2023. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, uh, so big, big, big shout out first and foremost to everybody who's been with us all year. And, uh, we really appreciate the support. Um, but as far as the crew here, uh, Channing, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We really appreciate it. Always happy to be a part of it. Uh, have loved hanging out with you guys this year and looking forward to another successful year next year. So when you're not at Dragon Con, where can people find you and check out what you're up to? Um, I am on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Channing Sherman. Just use my government name. Um, I'm on TikTok, but I mainly follow. You will not see me dancing anytime soon. <laughs> not even at the wedding? 
Yeah, I have to be warned. I have to be warned. I want to see him wear a tuxedo of the rug. Come on. <laughs> I've gotten her to, um, well, she doesn't know this yet, but I'm actually planning on busting out a cape. You like, know this is going out live, right? Nerd. Yeah, yeah. I've got to be a cape involved. Yeah. She, she knows now. Yeah, she knows now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of one of our thirteen one of our thirteen viewers will do a letter. Uh, <laughs> oh, it just went up to fourteen. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> there she is. She's going to come in and snatch me. <laughs> so, uh, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Uh, thanks, Michael Faulkner, and look, thanks to the entire newbies group crew. Uh, for all your contributions this year. Um, you know, we kind of feel like the relationship that we have with you guys is just amazing. And, and thanks for, uh, being part of the show this year. Hey, thanks for having us. We, we do deeply appreciate you helping us out and then spreading the word about Dragon Con newbies. Uh, we have right around 6,300 people in the, in the Facebook group. And the, the beauty of what we do with the Dragon Con newbies is that we, we help the newcomers to the con and then we, we charge them basically with the task of you're now experts <laughs> at the convention, just like we are, you know, you, your job now is to help us to bring up the next set of, of, of newbies. Uh, we do it all, all year long. Like we are taking a break now, but we still have the, the submissions open to come on in. Uh, so please find us on Facebook. Uh, Dragon Con newbies is the place to go and we'll be happy to have you there. Yes, awesome. So, oh, we already lost. Uh, <laughs> she says, "Like I'm out. Peace." Wow. Uh, <laughs> like, no, I'm she, done. Must, she must have grabbed him out of the closet. Yeah. <laughs> what was this about a cape? That's the conversation right now. And of course, a big, big, big shout out to our station crew here. Thanks, Jen. Thank you. I'm going to throw this out there real quick for uh, Mira. Uh, for costumers out there, the page to stage costume contests will be announcing their character list for the invitational division by November 1st. Uh, so that's two months and they'll be sending out invitations on, uh, there you go on January 1st of 2000. I'm doing my job. Don't worry. <laughs> well, I didn't know if we were going to catch it before we were doing the goodbyes. Uh, gotcha. you can also join me folks over at the unofficial group for parties, the dragon con parties, meetups and more group. Uh, on Facebook or the Blurred Nerds podcast right here on the ESO network. Yes, yes. And uh, on that note, two things. Uh, one, uh, a lot of the shows on our network, a lot of uh, folks that appear on the ESO network were at Dragon Con and have done Dragon Con reports. So reach out, I mean, check out the Flopcast, check out Blurred Nerds, check out the Cigar Nerds. Check out um, the Watchathon of Rassilon folks were there. So, um, like, yeah, there's a lot of shows. I've reposted them. Most of those, that information is on the Instagram, and they should be on the Facebook as group page as well. So, uh, Or you can just go to esonetwork.com and check out those shows because there, there was a lot of coverage there. Yeah, and we have um, pod- podcasts and blog posts with photos. So, yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, real quick, Michael Faulkner, other than the newbies group, is there anything else that you wanted to promote? Absolutely. Uh, when I'm, when I'm not doing Dragon Con, I'm doing other things all year long on my website. That's creativecriticality.net. That includes the timestamps project. This is where I talk about Doctor Who every week. I'm right now wrapping up series eight with Peter Capaldi. Um, so you can find all that and more all year long on creativecriticality.net. 
Awesome. Awesome. And Darren, man, we've been doing this a long time. We're old. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what to tell you, but uh, yeah. <laughs> don't tell me that. <laughs> Where can people find you uh, on the off hours of the Dragon Con? Uh, on the off hours, uh, we uh, publish on uh, Legion of Substitute Podcasters, where we talk about Legion of Superheroes and all that DC goodness over there. We, we love talking about our, our our great heroes of the future. And recently we just did a uh, podcast on ESO for the rainbow room, which is talking about how important this next election is. So that's either going to really make you happy to hear that stuff, or it's really going to tick you off. <laughs> you can decide. Or all the above. <laughs> Maybe all the above. True. Uh, so that's yes. where I am. I don't know what our next rainbow room will be after this one, but I figure We'll figure it out. In the meantime, everyone watch Cabaret and uh, vote accordingly. That's what I have to say about that. Enough said. No, yeah, definitely. And, of course, thank you, Director Faber. None of this would be possible without you, man. Oh, definitely. It's always fun doing the Dragon Con report. And you know what? No matter how much I bitch and moan about Dragon Con, I always will be back. I always will love being you know part of it and it's my geek family reunion as yep. we like to say yep. and i you know i look forward to doing the show with everybody and i think we can announce it now pretty much um that there's a good chance darren and i will be doing a new walking tour this year yeah and everything so, me, folks. Oh, oh, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna update the tips <laughs> oh, I th I, th I think it's time. Just the really tip, Jen. Just the <laughs> tip. <laughs> so I think definitely, you know, having the walking tour, I think, updated and, you know, and doing some different things with it and, you know, such. Um, if you're a camera person, please get in contact with us because we'll want to talk to you about it and everything. And might be some free advertising for you guys also. So if anyone's interested. Mm -hmm. So definitely reach out to me and Darren. Cool. And yes, like I said, even though the podcast will go dark for a few months, we will be doing stuff uh, regarding the new season because, yes, we will be back to cover 2023. We are, uh, you know, I'm still recovering from 2022, but, uh, you know, still th thoughts. I, I found this, like, look, if one thing that this year taught me is that it's never too soon to prepare for dragon con nope. so uh so yeah my dragon con prep starts now um we try to cover all we can with these episodes on this show but please to keep up with the latest news please check out the official dragon con website all their social media outlets uh all the fan tracks are active on facebook too a lot of them are active uh outside of dragon con so you can still keep that dragon con vibe going um, I know that our good friends at the American Sci-Fi Classics track do, I think, a panel. Is it every Thursday? Are they still doing that? Uh, they, take, they take a break at, right after Dragon Con to recoup just like the rest of us. But, yeah, they'll be back probably in the next month or two. Yeah, but a lot of content you there. You can't keep a good Joe and Gary down. Come no, on. no, that's no. True, that's true. And, yeah. and, and a lot of the other tracks are active as well. Uh, so check that out. Uh, we're a proud member of the ESO Network. We have a tea public store filled with all kinds of cool stuff, including a very cool design for the Dragon Con Report podcast that, you know, we could say, I want to see more of those now next year. That'd be awesome. 
Um, there's a link for that in our show notes. And if you go to esonetwork.com, it's right at the top of the page. Uh, we also have a patron page. As Mike said, we had some new patrons join after DragonCon. Thank you so much. We really do appreciate all the support you give us. Um, if you can't support us financially, that's okay. Cause you can help support our show by leaving a review on whatever platform you're listening to us or watching us on. Uh, I'm not going to name them all cause there's way too many. But <laughs> but if you just uh, like and share and give stars, lots of stars, lots and lots thumbs, and lots of stars. Thumbs, thumbs up on thumbs YouTube. Up, thumbs up. Yes, everything. Um, uh, we really appreciate that because it does help a lot in the algorithms and all of that. And, of course, if you want to leave feedback or comment on the show, please feel free to email us at feedback at dragonconreport.com. And you can reach out to us also individually, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or we're Dragon Con Report is on all those things as well. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for participating. We really appreciate you. I'm your host, Mike Gordon. And as always, it's been my pleasure. Take care. Stay safe. And we look forward to seeing you all in 2023. See you in three months. Bye. <laughs> we'll miss you. 336 to go. <laughs> There we Joanne's go. is having a oh, sale. Go. <laughs> yes. Hurry up. Hurry up. <laughs> there we go. Bye, guys. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping at the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.